You're listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Dude, they don't even know what they're doing. What are they even talking about? Just start the damn show. All right, guys, welcome to the Full Count Podcast, episode 95. 95. 95. That's a good year. I don't, when I say like 90s numbers, I think of the 90s. So do I. That's what you should think about. You wouldn't say a 90s number and go, oh, 75. Well, no, but I mean, like when we say 93, I think, ah, oh, I graduated high school. When we said 95, I'm like, yeah. ooh, Jerry died that year. Yeah. <laughs> Right. I've got little things that happened in the 90s that I remember. So who's with us, John? A few. A few things. Our guest today, tonight, our guest this morning, because people are listening on Wednesday morning. Whenever they're listening. We do it live. It's Wednesday morning right now at 8 a.m. Our our guest is Jason Tebow. What is up? Uh, Comedian, local uh, hero. Wow. Um, Podcastor. Podcast, definitely podcastor. Sure. Is uh, it? Are we putting like two dots over that, or what is uh, the? Why are you saying it like it. that? Impressionist day. Are you? Imp- I'm just making. Oh, I'm like, are you an impressionist <laughs> dude? I didn't know you did impressions. You didn't know he did imp- day. No, I didn't. You did. Uh, yeah. we'll, ha- we'll have to bring some characters. Well, up. yeah. Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> that's, perhaps. That's what I, my guess is they're all paid regulars at the comedy store. You're all pretty the char- right. <laughs> all Actually, the characters. Most of them are not. <laughs> they're all guys waiting around the comedy store waiting to be passed. That's it. I need a lot of my friends to get famous so I can be like the new Rich Little. Dude. I've, my buddy said that to me when we were in uh, high school. He was like, or who was that? What he goes? We had a friend Charlie. We all made fun of all the time. He goes, Fuck dude, Charlie. He goes, man, if the world knew who Charlie was, right, I'd be fucking famous. Because yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was like everything he said. It was like ah. I talked about Boonshakalaka. Well, right. If everyone knew who he was, like if he got famous, I'm like that would be the name of you. It would be the title of your next CD. Sure, it would just be making fun of him for an hour. How can we get him famous? We should. uh, I want. I'm like legitimately pitching a reality show about him. Yeah. And what I want to do is like a six episode. Wait, you want to explain to who? who, Of course, uh, yeah. He's this guy who's like a tranny. He is. He always says he's 39, but I've found him to be 63. By shazamming a song that he said it was in, on the air when he was in seventh grade. Oh. And that time, that put him You're in the You're like a fucking Columbo on this guy. Yeah, yeah, of course. And he always goes to the comedy store in Hollywood and sells things for a dollar. Yes. Gigantic paintings. <laughs> things that he stole. Space heaters. Uh, yeah. Hula hoops, cell phones. Cell phones. Uh, computers. Stuff. But typewriters. Shit, but where, and he gets this stuff from just... His connections. Uh-huh. Who steals them? Well, what he says. He'll come up with like... I bought a Ted Nugent album from the other day for a dollar. Why? Mm-hmm. What? Just... That's not worth a dollar. And... Well, it's like $12 on eBay. What do you do buying Ted Nugent albums for? Because right. it was Who a do you dollar. Think you are, Ted Nugent? Because <laughs> it, <was, laughs> it was a dollar. So anything, you're like, I bought a Boys to Men album. I yeah. bought a New Kids on the yeah. Block. Well, like he'll, he'll always come up to me and he'll go, you know, like, oh, do you want to look through these books? I'm like, first of all, no. Yeah. But y- you never know. Those books, one of them could be worth something. Somebody got, one of the old bartenders at the comedy store got like these, because he always has sunglasses for a dollar. Yeah. And they got these like vintage Ray-Bans that were like, apparently like 120 bucks. And he got them for a buck. Yeah. Hey, didn't Alex Moore? Alex Moore got like a MacBook Pro for like thirty bucks or something. Yeah, I mean he's 
and you don't really know where he gets stuff. Don Barris has seen him in dumpsters. Like he'll be walking down the street and going to pop out of a dumpster like a whack-a-mole. Well, I mean that I I mean that wouldn't necessarily shock me or mm-hmm. anything. What would but shock me if I was at like some some big wigs house and all of a sudden he was like hanging out there getting typewriters or something in the uh-huh. back. I'd be but like, sure, what sure. the but it's where, have here? you ever like followed him home? Is there a home? Where is he? No, not really. What do you mean by that? Have like, you? No, I've always wanted to. Like him or... Um, he goes to... I thought you knew something I didn't William know. William Rob... What's the, the yeah, guy? I know where he stays at. Yeah. Uh, William Robert. Robert, Robert yeah. William Robert, Who's this schizophrenic comic that always closes out Mondays at the comedy store. And he's been there forever. Mitzi passed him a way long time ago. He's been there. And the comedy store has always given him his bus fare home, which they still do today. When he comes really? in and performs on Mondays, they give him money to get home. Wow, which is like some tradition. Well, because didn't he, he go? He went crazy because didn't he think he was in line to take over for Carson? To Carson, yeah. And then he would go to all the tapings and just uh-huh. he just went fucking crazy. Oh, so he like, went. He is like delusional and like, incredibly mental. schizophrenic. Yeah, oh, and that's like, too he bad. Wears tinfoil on his head and always wears the same green suit and. <laughs> I, there's no way you haven't seen him. He, big white beard. He looks really. I don't want to say the word crazy, but he's unique. I'll use. There you go. That's that's very well, thoughtful didn't, of you. Didn't well, he would still he was doing it when like Sam Kinison was there, and Sam Kinison would throw chairs at yeah, him. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like uh, he's very in love with Mary Jane. Yeah, Don Barris's uh, partner in crime. Ah, and we would <laughs> when I was working the door there, he would um, be on. Stage, I always forget you worked the door there, and we would throw like wet napkins at him and stuff, and he would wow. just get so pissed off. But he would never. Stop his act. Stop his set. So you would throw stuff at him, or you would chase Don Barris would chase him outside into the middle. He's running. He's still doing his act. And so like in between jokes, he's not even discussing what's happening. He's doing his. He is doing his act like you hit play. Like he's a gigantic Teddy Ruxpin. Wow. He would sometimes take the microphone off the stand and then run out to the street and still continue to do his set no matter where we chase him on sunset. As recent as in the last two years, I've seen that happen. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And it's almost yeah. like I when working there for a while, you could almost if you listen to him for a while, you could do his whole set with him. Yeah. And then a group big group of Earl Skakel can do it verbatim. Yeah. Like he'll sit in the back and do it at the same time with him. It's exactly what he sounds like. I'm not even kidding. That so is exactly he's, good. he's got a rhythm then. And that it's he doesn't. all pot jokes, pro pot jokes, yeah. old fucking Ronald Reagan jokes. Well, like but laugh- pot jokes are like, I mean, are they like Uncle Pot jokes? No, it's like, like, um, like really, you're like th- one of them is like he man's. changed the words to "We Are the World" to something related <laughs> to pot. I don't remember how the bit goes, uh, but it's all like anti-establishment people that are trying to stop. Um, he does a lot of political jokes that are like old. Like I said, like Reagan jo- A lot of times yeah, he'll Reagan. laugh like Ed McMahon at the end of a joke. He'll do that a lot. <laughs> and it's does. all exactly the same every single time down to what he's wearing, except for the times I've seen him wearing like tinfoil. Or like, you know, always like. I'll see the tinfoil hat. Or he'll have. Um, he calls us all Nazis. Oh yeah! Anybody? Oh and, wait a minute! I think I've and, seen this. And guy. then he'll he'll he. How t- is that the thing that made him? <laughs> I don't that? know. The green suit, the beard, the act. I'm thinking, I'm wait a minute! I think I heard someone say Nazi at the comedy Because I think store. I was in there late one night, and I remember it was like Don was yelling at him, and I and I, I was in the back like, what the fuck is going? What goes on? This was like when I didn't hang out there that much, and I was like, 
is this if this is what I'm missing? Like I'm not missing. I don't need yeah. to be up here for this. Like yeah, yeah. It's every, he. It's literally every Monday at like one forty-five ish. He closes out. It, every that Monday. must be it because he was calling us all Nazis, and I was like, "Who the fuck yeah. is this guy?" I'm not and a it, Nazi. He'll, he has a he has a CD like in a paper bag, and that protects him from us shooting lasers. Oh, at yeah, him. yeah. There just was a, the crazy like something can happen one time. Like I. I did something. I will to admit him. that that was because one time we were shooting lasers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. That, of course, yeah, yeah. it's and always. He thought it was but, like government related. Yeah, and but there's one thing that will always set him off, and he will never go leave that, and that's how he sees you for the rest of your life. Yep. Wow. Yep. And when he walks wow. around and like identifies people that he has called Nazis, he'll do that little like put two fingers on his nose when he walks by you, and uh huh. Really weird. Yeah, that guy walked around the audience doing that, and but it's like I, I calling I, us Nazis, and Don just yelled at him. Right. You know, I hesitate to be like. Oh, that guy's crazy because he's actually sick. Right. So, I mean, there's a difference between somebody who's fucking crazy. Right, right, right. And somebody no, he's, who's like, he's, just he's like mentally, a, his yeah. world isn't the, our, our world. world. Yeah. His, the things in his brain aren't connecting like they connect in a, and I hesitate to call all of any of normal. us normal because right. I'm sure that we've got missed synapses in there going on somehow. Yeah. Otherwise, we wouldn't be fucking sitting here on a Monday but and it, talking but about it's this one shit. Of, but it's one of those things where people... You, it's almost like you have to see it, and people leave and they don't see it. Yeah, and we would see it every night. And like yep. one night when Tony Hinchcliffe and I were working the door, it was me and Tony on the other mic and the keyboard and the CD, and there was two. Uh, there was a couple in there watching this, and he just went on with his act, and we were like, you know, saying his punchlines before him and hitting keys and doing sound effects on the board and stuff. Right. And this couple was dying. And Well, I mean, they were having a good time. At least they were entertaining the audience. He didn't right. skip a fucking beat, man. It's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, that sucks that, you know what I mean? I, I, at the same time, though, I guess good for him for still doing it, going after it. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, just his reality. It's just his reality, which, most important to say, is 100% real to him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Is just not the majority or almost anybody's reality. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just sometimes just fun to be, a, to be a, a, a variable in his reality by like, oh, okay, so he, uh, let me see what it would take for me to be a Nazi in his reality. Right. Because you leave there and you're, then sure. you're in your own reality. It doesn't matter. Right. So he's just in a different reality. And that's an interesting you know, way to put it. Back before they banned, well, they didn't ban it. It was always, sh you know, sh until they changed their menus. First, they <laughs> they used to have those menus that were like, remember those? And you would throw them and it would be like, yeah. and you could really zing those menus. Right. Add him on stage. Add anybody on. Right. That was yeah, like yeah, the yeah. thing. If you were up there and there yeah. was nine <laughs> comics in there and you were trying to plow through your act. I mean, I got menus thrown at me, you know, late night there, yeah. you know, on Mondays or whatever. And then they banned it. And then they changed the menus to these little <laughs> shitty paper ones. They made them out of knives. Then they made them out of steel. <laughs> yes. Really pointy. <laughs> then they were like Ninja Star. <laughs> you know. You know. It was a real Asian theme, and it was all of like <laughs> throwing stars and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. Asian exactly. fusion. But you know, th throwing a. Th he saw me throw a fucking menu at him one time when we were raining menus on people, and then I got to be a Nazi. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So now he. So all it took I'm was actually, you throwing a menu. But until then, I wasn't in his reality. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, yeah I, I don't know there, what I. I don't know what I did either. And he would go. He would always go. Fat Halpin's in the room. <laughs> and I go. I did nothing to you, Robert. Why are you saying that? Fat Halpin's in the room. Right. Man, I remember that too, man. I remember like 
You were yelling at him from one side. Maybe Don was yelling at him from the other, and he was calling you guys Nazis. And he, somebody did throw a chair up there, and he was running around in the audience because you could chase him around the. I, and, store. and literally, I swear to God, for like a minute, I thought he just walked in off the street and went up there and grabbed the mic. <laughs> That's and right. I, in the back of my head, I'm like, "Why the fuck are they letting this go on?" Like His names on the wall. Oh. Yeah, but you know what? Better than I am. I wonder. All right, that's good. Not really. It's just like that's just Mitzi's thing with him. And she's like, all right, I'm, you're so interesting to me. And back then when she's like talent coordinator, you know, there's a lot yeah. of it that's like, she's like, I want you around at the end of the night. You know, this is your reality. Like, let's. But so apparently before he went schizophrenic or whatever, he, yeah, I believe that's what it is, schizophrenia. He was, like, really smart, went to, like, really nice schools, was, like, a, you know, like, athlete and all kind of, and his dad's, like, a big lawyer, and I think he was in law school or something, and then it just... But did, and did he, but did it, did he really, was he in line for The Tonight Show, or was that just something he nah, thought? It, that's what he thought. Oh, wow, okay. So I, I am, though. But you know what? It's almost... You're at least ahead I, of him. I, I'm, I'm in line. <laughs> I, I doubt it. I'm sure that if they looked at people right now, they'd go, at least this guy's interesting. Right, right, right. But I think he's more of a um, like a room cleaner. To That's where exactly what he is. So when yeah, he we, goes we up, need everyone out of here. Everyone's like, "I'm fucking done." Yeah. But this he's a good. He's a room cleaner for the people that have to stay in the room. Right. The employees, <laughs> the people that are bussing it, the people yeah. that are. It's almost like a pract- like an inside joke or something. Yeah. But yeah. He, you work here late night. Work. You're gonna see this, and if you are a customer, you're gonna leave before it happens. Right. Or you're gonna leave as it's happening. Right. But nonetheless, Boonshakalaka is one of those kind of people there. Yes. Yeah. Who yeah. has been there forever. One time I was hanging out at the, you know, the front patio where everybody's just like hanging out, drinking and shit. Yeah. And Bob Saget came in with Jeff Ross, I think. And Saget hasn't been there forever. You know, he doesn't just come there, you know, to right. do, dick around, you know. Right. And he was t- mentioning how he hadn't, man, I haven't been here since, it was a while. It was over a decade or whatever. <laughs> and he looked over at Boonshakalaka, like selling a, you know, hair dryer to somebody. For a dollar, and he goes, "Oh, Boone's still here." <laughs> wow! So that wow. puts him there in like at least late eighties. Yeah. Wow! Right? And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" But he's yeah. So he's gay. He always well, he doesn't drink and he doesn't do drugs. He will drink beers, but only if he's performing. And he Boone. does go up yeah, during the open mic. He goes up. Uh, yeah, everybody books him on shows and shit there because he's so like a. But you know what? He'll throw him in the middle for five minutes because he has jokes. But he, if you let him talk, he'll just go, yeah. and you don't even know what he's yeah. talking about. Because he was doing the open mics when I came in. But he'll, I've seen him on shows. I've seen him do well. I've seen him do okay because he's such a unique, like... Yeah. It's more of a, like, wow, look at this thing going on here. Yep. And but he that's always what... says, like, he'll just come up to you and say the mo like, they're, like, for example, like, one time I was on my phone... And uh, I went around by where the ATM is, like on the sunset. Yeah. It was, I went I had to take this call. And he's walking at me at a fast pace coming down like <laughs> towards the pink dot area. So he's heading huh. east on sunset, but he sees me. And then he starts walking faster <laughs> and gets right in front of me. And I'm on the phone and I go, hang on one second. What's up, Boone? And he goes, oh, wait, what did he say? Do you have a bathtub? Because I might have to leave the state. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like back on the phone. I'm like, let me call you back. <laughs> And I'm looking at him like, why is my bathtub a vehicle? Yeah, first of all, you driving it somewhere? Why are you leaving the state? 
You know yeah. what I mean? Why yeah. do you have to? Why do you why, have to leave? Why do you, why do you think you need to leave you to in a bathtub? State. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What did you do, Boone? Indians don't you? vote because they get it. <laughs> <laughs> They'll just say this shit like that, like out of the blue, like. Oh, but I forgot about his T-shirts too. Oh yeah, he writes all kinds of like um, he'll take manifestos. A, yeah, on he'll all take, of his clothes. It's, he'll take a T-shirt. Ever it'll be like. It'll say stuff about Tony Hinchcliffe and People Dan Bilak and yeah, Duncan Trussell is a real prince. <laughs> you know, and it'll be but all he, these people. He doesn't like Duncan. Loves him. Oh no, oh, but he'll be serious. But, yeah, yes. he'll write positive things he'll like, and negative things. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he's obsessed and in love with uh, you know Dan Bilak. Yeah, he has been in love with him since Bilak worked there, and Bilak kind of got sucked into that rabbit hole that I'm in with him, of just like I got to figure out what makes you work you know yeah. what i mean i want to get on the inside because i'm so curious about it. and that sort of blew up in his face which is also pro why what happened he still to this day calls dan bilak his husband oh and just was too on top of him and too much and when i had my 40th birthday party there in the in the um belly room boone did drag or drag <laughs> and when he did it i got bilak to come back to the store and like come and surprise boone on stage because oh, he hasn't shit. seen him in forever yeah so he was up there and talking about his husband and then i had him come to the fucking room it was hilarious <laughs> oh my god he probably turned but red. nonetheless so the, the crux of the of the thing i want to do was like were either one of you like comic book book dorks growing up or anything? no not huge not really it was no. a little bit but there would always be like these spin-off episodes where it'd be like only five of them to get you know hulk and spider-man five of them that's it then they go back to their own fucking shit yeah i want to do a podcast like that when it's just me, Dan Bilak, and Boone for six of them. And just, just kind of get the internet to have the same, what the, what the fuck did he just say? This yeah. guy's, you know, yeah. that you get at the patio of the comedy store. We'll have a segment called Boone's and Noble where he can sell some of his things. <laughs> Boone's and Noble? And just like bring some of the things you normally would bring. And I promise you, he's going to have a, a one... Uh, a book that I bought from him, 1964. What is a Jew? <laughs> <laughs> now, most of his books have San Bernardino library cards in them. That's hilarious. Which, so they've been right? stolen from a library in San Bernardino. Right. And he takes requests. You can be like, I want a book. About, oh, that's a good yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. He goes, what kind of books do you want? Yeah. I'm like, I, I, would, I want books about black holes, the universe, you know, time travel, anything like with that, you know, that's something I'm very interested in. I'm like, if you can give me books about that shit, that'd be cool. About like you know black holes, time travel, you know the universe, solar system. You mean mysteries? <laughs> <laughs> and he's so serious, <laughs> which forces me to go, yes, mysteries, because I want to see what he brings. Yeah, to. here's a mystery. Three I buy. fucking months later. Oh my god, he shows up. With these like one through five, like those encyclopedia kind yeah, of books, Life magazine ones yeah. that were all like the In Search of series, <laughs> right? Okay. Some little time travel, little bit of like, yeah. what is Stonehenge? What's yeah. the Bermuda Triangle? So mysteries. Mysteries. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hilarious. Right? So well, I, I want to do a segment where he can sell that shit. And if people can buy if he shows up with a hula hoop, uh, you know, a space heater, you know, we'll give him time to try to pitch it to wow, us. Wow, yeah, yeah. You got to... Create that weirdness with him and that six episodes and then do a reality show about it. 
Like one time he was like, I want to take you to an ice cream social. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do they even have I? Yeah, what are you, you talking? Third grade in the suburbs of mean. Chicago in 1984. <laughs> exactly. But if he says random shit like that on the podcast, after yeah. we do it, then we can kind of write it and be like, dude, let's go to a fucking ice cream social with him. Did you see the pain? Yeah. yeah. Did you go see wherever the, he wants to go. Did you see the pain? It's almost yeah, like going in his world. Did the paintings he had the other night with a gay guy looking in the mirror. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> so he'll carry these paintings around, and you're like. Okay, I got to see what these fucking things are. Yeah. And then he turns them around, and you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> so it's like, a, he's like, you want this painting? And yeah. I'm like, no, don't want that one. Um, and then the other one had like a, what, a, a stapler? It looked like a picture of a staple. It looked like kind of like cool art, though. Yeah. Like hipster art, right, kind right. of. I mean, it, I could see it in like Nick Youssef's apartment. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because yeah. it was like some kind of like, I don't know. Almost like graffiti-ish, and then it had like this giant staple gun thing on it. Yeah, but it was big, dude. It was like <laughs> four by four, or yeah, it was like he, huge. It was huge. He, so we saw him walking in, dragging two suitcases with these two huge, yeah, what twice was, the size of your TV. Yeah. What, by the way, everyone, my TV is huge. It's like an IMAX. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What was in the in the uh, suitcases? It's just all of I've never everything. seen it. Uh, I've never it's seen it. Sunglasses. It's all compartmentalized of bags inside other bags. Like when I had to do. It's like monkey bones. I was doing like the roast What's battle that? thing. Remember yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly what that was. He used to walk around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Monkey bones. He used to do the uh, open mic like at the haha or something. What do you like? Greek or something. And then he would just open up a briefcase and it would have like. Uh, like lighters that light up and yeah, yeah. Hey, my and friend. Yeah, it was like Greek or Armenian or something. Yeah, he was Greek, but he would always have like lighters and weird. I don't even know knickknacks. But it was in a briefcase, like it was like the 1940s or something. <laughs> hey, see, look in here. Basically, I got lighters. Lucky here, see. Um, that's fucking hilarious. Uh, so we're gonna do. You got to do a, a a series with Boone. That's what I would like to do. That's what, because you. That's just funny. You said that you're like someone should do a reality, sh or how would you get the world to know this guy or whatever? And I'm like, that's, yeah. I share that passion because well, it's so. Well, that's a real. What my friends like thinking about it now. My friend has a job. He's a normal person. It's like that would show wouldn't work right now if everyone knew. Who well, he just was. Th just seeing him up there. There's a lot of people up there. We used to have like the Dean 15 that we would call him Dean, yeah, uh, the old manager. There's these people that hang around there. You're like. Okay, you don't have any association with comedy. You don't have any, you just yeah always okay. here, always here. Yeah, mini but, dean, just weird. It's a lightning at, rod for actual crazy people, right? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. William Abervire is nuts and attracted to it. You know, maybe if he wasn't sick, he would still be crazy. But these people are crazy. You know, I just found this thing that I that I wrote, which is like shit. Boone has said whenever he says something great, I'll throw it in my phone. Here's a few. I think that group called Color Me Bad are American Indians. <laughs> they sing that song, Sex You Up. Anyways, I think they are Indians. I don't know, though. <laughs> All right. If I ever get married, I want you to throw rice at me. Any kind of rice. Fried rice, rice aroni, just rice. All right. Not bad. Oh, I already said that one. Indians don't vote because they know the game. Oh, that's what it was. Indians don't vote because they know the game. <laughs> that's why I don't vote. It's better if I say it in his voice, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, calling me bad if I ever get married. Yeah, those are the ones I got there. I mean, he's gold. He's yeah. gold, but no one knows what to fucking do with him. Yeah. Well, that's you know, I was saying if I got a podcast, I mean, a, a development deal, let's say, create like 
And nothing, you know, shit money, right? Yeah. But I was able to go... By the way, all development deals are usually shit money. That's what I'm saying. But if I was able to be like, hey, Boone, here's $7,000. Dude, I think you go, hey, Boone, here's $1,000. Right, right, right. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it's just like, whatever it is, he would want it all in ones and his life wouldn't change a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think he yeah. not at all. I think a guy a million dollars, I don't think his life would change. Do you know what I mean? Like he would show up with yeah, more would, books. Yeah, he would show up with more. I shit. got more books. Yeah, he would, he would be buying shit and then selling it for a dollar. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, I've always just been interested in like when he says connections, like where does he go to get this shit or. Where does he I live? Mean, because be even when, when Last Comic Standing was here at the Improv years ago, he was outside like shaving before, you know. But he was like, like pulling his hair out with tweezers. He always does that. Yeah. I'm always curious about that. Yeah. Well, that's also, you know that's his that's his drag side. He's got to keep maybe. Keep but he always has this face. weird right here, little tuft right under his chin. Yeah. Little tuft of hair that I'm like, you're so meticulous about everything. I know you that. see that. <laughs> Why <laughs> don't do you not, ever? How do you not get it? It's, I don't know. He's his shoes always are always mismatched. He's always somewhat stylish. Right. What's the one joke that he always tells about the white bread and the uh, the bread? And the, oh, the one the what's the difference between uh, pussy and apple pie? <laughs> you, you can eat your mother's apple pie. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> no, not bad. He's like a lot of that kind of, you know. Yeah. But it, but then so, he rambles about people calling people faggots, and he's mad at everybody for not being accepting and shit. He's, he's crazy. He just goes up there and says, "Okay, gay people." Just goes off, and you're like, "Your jokes are funny, Boone. Just tell your jokes." He can't. He's not. He's he's crazy. Wow. Uh, well, I mean. I'm not saying that that shit doesn't exist in New York where like a, a comedy club will let those kind of people go on stage and hang around and everything, but I do think it's the comedy store has made I mean that's what they do. That's a different but it used, idea. But it used like, like let the these op- people in. The open mic used to be one regular person, one crazy. Like Yeah, that's what I, I was there. I went I went like two or three times when I was starting out and I was like I'm not gonna fucking go up here. This is insanity. Right, this like, is a zoo. I, yeah, I want to tell jokes and have like a. I, I was. Work I needed the civilized shit. fucking people like either not laughing. or I needed to gauge a response, not go. Everyone in here is a fucking lunatic. Who? What does it matter right. what they think of any of this? Uh-huh. Like, Especially when you're like, if you're waiting around and then you have to go on late on the nights where, you know, like Mondays when it's just com- all yeah. the comics can go, and then you're, if I'm going on late, it's like there's. 17 comics in the back of the room. There's two Australians that are here only yeah. because they just landed in the time difference. It's noon to them. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's so they're still awake. It's 1:30 in the morning here. Yeah. You know, I get nothing out of this other than anxiety. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. just going to go hatred. be one of the ones in the back. <laughs> yeah, it's funnier. And um, I'll sit back there and just heckle all the crazy people. Yeah. Yeah. That's what used to be fun is just the craziness up there. And then but then you start okay, you're here every night. Just go somewhere else. Take a night off. I'm yep. fine. Yep. There's too many people that are up there like every fucking night. Yep. I'm like, yep. what are you, what are you doing? And then it starts to affect you. I've been there every night for a lot of runs. Yeah, I have And too. it starts to affect you. And then you go like, all right, I got to go <coughs> yeah, to man, other places. I took like a six or seven month break and I was like, oh man, that was good. I took a year from there once. Yeah. After that whole... It took like five years after being there for two weeks once, like hanging out just on and yeah, off. And I was like, you know what? always one of those guys, though. Goodbye. I was like, why well, fucking... I don't know why. Well, you know? I just didn't like being... Like, when I, when I couldn't get a job there, I was like, 
in all honesty, what do I have to do to get stage time? Because that's really all I want. Uh, that's the only reason I wanted to work at this dump. Yeah. yeah and right. then I was told I had to hang out. And I was like, are you going to put me up? And <laughs> Tommy? He said, Is that Tommy? Yeah. He said, you gotta, if you want to go up here, you got to hang out here. And I go, but dude, I want to go up. If I, if I can't go up, what am I, why am I hanging out? And he didn't really have an it's answer. Keep me from going up other places. That's why I said yeah. I go. I want to be a comedian, dude. I'm gonna go other. I'm gonna go out and just do shit and find places to go up. I don't really care where it is. And then I'll come back here when I'm established, I guess, or something. Right. And then that, obviously I'm still not established, and that was a long time ago. And I, but then I went up there after having a commercial out or something, and he was like, "Hey, man," and I was like. Is that really your only criteria? Is fucking just yeah. a television credit? Because that's not pretty much now. He ran that shit. <laughs> he ran that shit back. Because I'm, I'm, I'm glad he's gone. That's for sure. Well, I mean, at, towards the end though, it was like I felt like he must have felt I put in my dues or something. He was at least nice to me towards the end, and then I found out that he still wanted to pass me and is still suggesting to uh, Adam that you know. I yeah. mean, I, when I heard that Tommy like made a phone call about it, I was like, okay, I'm not gonna be. I can't be too hard on the guy now. I mean, it's... It, well, yeah, because he made the phone call. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like fucking seven years ago, I've been like, dude, fuck that guy. Because I... Fuck that I mean, guy. Because I was seeing the people that were going up there, and I was like, there's no way... You can't tell me that I'm not... That I can't do dude, that. Yeah, I always like, said that, you know, yeah. all the time. For years, I've always... You know, I've always told you that. Yeah. Well, I mean, fucking, yeah. You were you're always up there. Fucking Skakel is always up there. Uh, also another funny dude. He's been on the show, right? I was just going to yeah. ask that. I, yeah, we talked. I'd be surprised hockey. if he hasn't. Yeah, we I'm talked guess, hockey. Yeah. 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 What's going on with your little mic situation there, yeah, buddy? Yeah, what's going on? Tangled I'm all twisted. Tangled. You really oh. did it. Speaking of twisted, uh, listener of the show, a friend of ours, Eric Henning, uh, listens all the time. He just uh, found out his cancer went into remission. So cool! Congrats! Some, yeah, what kind of cancer did he, he had have? Some weird misdiagnosed, like rare cancer that, for like months, they were treating it a different way because they thought it was something else. And then they're like, "Oh shit! This is something we've never seen before." And he had to go up to San Francisco and get. He got his. So uh, got stem cells taken out of his body, frozen and like regrown or something, and then they zapped him with fucking like shit tons of chemo. And then they put the stem cells back in, and they attach, and then heal you. Growers. Shuring, I'm not. I'm thing. sure I'm not telling that 100 percent accurate, but it's something to that effect. You played a doctor before, wow, though. So yes. So be you should listen to everything to I say and take it very perfectly. serious. Get it, man. That's good. That's crazy. That's scary, man. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but it is good news, and he's a fan of the show. He's got two kids, wife I went to high school with, and. Uh, all yeah. around good guy. So, so uh, happy that you're in remission, buddy, and uh, hope it sticks. Yeah. Hope it takes. Well, there's something about Michael J. Fox suing a stem cell place because someone left the refrigerator open. Ooh, I don't know. I didn't hear that. Really? It's like yeah, like millions. That of sounds dollars. like a weird setup to a bad joke. Yeah, though. millions of dollars of stem cells just. No shit. Yeah, because somebody was like me and just left the yeah. fridge open. <laughs> right, like, exactly. Da, 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 da. I gotta <laughs> make a sandwich. Well, I the right lights now. on. <laughs> oh. You can see the light. Fuck, that sucks. Yeah. That Honest does, mistake. Geez, that does suck. Um, you guys want to talk sports a little bit? Yeah, let's Dude, do how it. stoked are you? I was about to say, first things we probably got to talk about because it's really the world the champion only Dallas thing. Cowboys. Well, don't don't go crazy. <laughs> first first of all, if you're going to say that, if you're going to say that, you have to say the last time they were world champions. So like the 1986, <laughs> what is it? The 1994 yeah. Dallas Cowboy World Champions or World? Probably champions. was around then. Is that the last time you guys won? Yeah, 90, 90, was it 90? 
93? It was against 93 the Bills. when he graduated high school. No, it was 92 and 93, I think. Yeah. Because you won against the Bills two years in a row, right? Yeah. And that was the year, that was the four years the Bills went four times and never won. How insane is Poor that? Bills. Four Super Bowls in a row. You know, I was thinking about that because. Win one. Did you watch the Hall of Fame inductions this, I think it was this year, pretty sure. No. And it I was Reed I, got inducted, yeah. Andre Reed, and all of those fucking characters were there sitting together. Bruce Smith, Dude. You know, Kelly with his cancer, which he also just got over apparently, and that's going oh, great. Good for so him. congratulations right. to him. Um, a, I don't he, know him, but I'm just a, saying he listener. really looked bad for a while. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, it was oh, not no, good. man, Jim Kelly's gonna die. You know. Yes. And then exactly. to find out that it, it that it that it that it worked, you know, that's great. Uh, uh, Thurman Thomas was there. I love they that were, guy. They were all sitting right there, and I had this thought watching it where I was like, just what you just said, man, four in a row. That sucks. But then I'm, I see all these guys in their fifties, you know, late fifties, sitting there together. And they all know each other's kids, and they all know each other's wives, and they oh, all they're, they're were together family. forever. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, and one of them is getting inducted. And, you know, and he said something to each single one of Everyone them. And I was like, these guys are bonded forever. Yeah. It's not like Deion Sanders coming to the Cowboys, winning a ring, then and going, then then going to the no, Ravens no, no. and, and taking a like, paycheck. Yeah, I remember that guy. We won a Super Bowl together. <laughs> through the time they, they all were talking about when they all were drafted. and when, I yeah. mean, when you It's like Nikki Six and, talking about the uh, Motley Crue getting together. And exactly. then I met Tommy, and then Tommy met Vince, and you don't really get that anymore, especially in football. No, because everybody moves around so much. I mean, yeah. professional sports—baseball, football, basketball—it's. I mean, you're lucky if you play somewhere more than a season, two seasons, three seasons, right? And and if you're a fucking Derek Jeter, and you spent, have a 20-year career, and you're on the same team the whole time, and right. you are the star of that team the whole time, and you're a leader from day one, right? That's the most rare thing of all sure. right now. There's no loyalty. There's no how team loyalty. Right. There's no. It's. It is how you become a legend because, as much as like I love. Uh, oh my God, what's his name? Uh, he uh, Adam Dunn. I love Adam Dunn. Guy played 14 years of baseball, seasons of baseball. Never made it to a postseason. Made right. it to one postseason game with the A's. Didn't even play. They lost. He retired. Right. That's like Marino. You're yeah, like, Marino. God, I sure but wish at least Marino, you one. you associate Dolphins. Adam Dunn has played for a bunch of different sure. teams. It's like, if he does go to the Hall of Fame, what does he go in as? I mean, he where, just picks. I guess maybe if yeah. it, if it's all equal, you know, they they can make you go in as a certain. The Hall of Fame made Andre Dawson go in as an expo. Because oh, is that right? Yeah, they made him that do sucks. that. Yeah, but if he's like, man, I hated that he part didn't, time he in my life. He didn't hate that time, but he admits that he had a better time in Chicago, and Chicago revived his career. Like he was gonna retire, and then he played for league minimum, and Chicago played another eight seasons, oh. and like became the guy that. Yeah, Jesus Christ, Andre Dawson. I mean, he was the best to the me. Hawk. The Hawk. Yeah. The Hawk, dude. He remember was awesome. when he got hit with that pitch in the face? Yeah. And you, I mean, I remember watching that and being like, oh my God. And I was like, I wasn't, you know, I was kind of young. What year was that? That had to be in the 80s, right? Yeah. So I had to be 12 ish. Yeah. And I was seeing it, I was just like, it scared me to play baseball. Yeah. But he came back. Yeah, like two months later, and he never, his whole one eye was down here. And the other <laughs> eye was, was all fucked up because they didn't have stem cells like, I'm back okay. then. I'm okay. <laughs> Everything's good. Everything's I'm good. I'm okay. I'm okay. Right? 
So, yeah, how, so how stoked are you for the cowboy? I mean, let's, let, let's hear some of that cowboy bullshit that we always have to hear. And this time, it's the one time in nine years that it's actually well, true, Well, here's, here's what I find interesting is because I feel, I don't know, maybe I just haven't seen you lately, but I feel like the, bull, the shit talking is more when they're sucking yeah. Like now I think you are you just kind of laying back in the cut and being like please win please win please win please yeah, win. Yeah, because I don't like when people are crazy about their teams. I mean, I'm like I'm so happy they win. 6 to 1 is amazing. It's great, But dude. I don't want to go around in people's face. Yeah, fuck you. How's your team? You because, know? Yeah. Uh-huh. It, you know the next like Monday morning or whenever you see people out, you know, the dudes wearing, you know, the Boston jerseys or whatever, you're just like, "Oh, shut up." You know? So I don't know. I just, I don't like it being done to me. I'll I'll rag on Ryan Hill or somebody about the Raiders, but well, Raiders haven't won a goddamn game yet. You can rag on the Raiders in general, but yeah. but to me, it's like if if you get loudmouth about it and your team loses, right? You deserve it. Then. You fucked yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You fucked yourself. There's people that I will really talk shit with, and I know that I can that I have to take it when they don't. And then there's people like, ah, I don't want to get him worked up. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he like, don't take like, this the wrong way. Okay, like Eric Marino. Sure. He, I can't I don't, can't talk sports with him. Well, you can't talk anything bad about the Patriots. I know, because he'll just go right. off and then about yeah, the and then I try. I try. Like, I said, then you can't even get a word in. And then he's like, how many true? Uh, I always hate that. that uh, uh, how many so Super Bowls or how many that trophies? Thing. I'm like, oh, and who's your bit, team? Like, Late, well, like big Atlanta Falcons fan. That's what I thought. Yeah, but when you're when you're talking like the worst ones are Laker fans, right? You know, and we're even in LA, and that's why I like the Clippers because I just couldn't bring. Yeah. Like, I just hate the Laker fans so much. Yeah, and that like how many fucking. I'm like, dude, that was the '80s. Yeah, the, you know, the, <laughs> it's been 15, 12 years since you guys, the, since Shaq left, you guys have been nothing. Yeah, my buddy Ryan Brown has a st- had a sticker on his car. He's a Boston fan, and it just said, "You can take your 27 rings and shove them in your ass." <laughs> exactly, because that's right all they ass. Exactly. Right. Your ass. right. Are you nervous for the wheels one. to fall off the bus? Yeah, they, always. Yeah, that's you have what, to be. It's just, that's that's what Romo does. Do you? Do you believe that as a fan? Yes. Or do you believe that as an observer <laughs> of the game of football and everything that's happened in the last since but Romo I, I'm started? I'm so glad that they got the running game going. Oh my God, how good they, is that guy? Did, did they ever? He is racking me up some fantasy points for sure. Do you have him? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that guy, uh, the first professional football player to ever in the first seven games run for over, uh, what is it? 100. 100. Over 100, 100 yards a game. game. Yeah. Yes, nine hundred yards so far in seven games. Is that right? Yeah, but he keeps running to where you know he just plows over people. But that's going to catch up to you, man. I know that's, that's what, what Tony I'm, Dorsett I'm like, did. Uh, uh. Tony Dorsett led everything with his skull. Every time he runs, I'm like, ha ha. Are you? Are you? Yeah. But he seems. See, I think he'll. He, I think he's going to have a spectacular. I don't see him getting hurt. Yeah. But in the next year or two, Knock in the next bitches. year or two, right. I, playing that's a rough way to play, man. Yeah. People that play like that have like six, seven really good years. <laughs> versus like the you know the other like the Warwick Duns are those little guys that just like can get out and not get hurt. Uh, it's it, to me it it's insane when you can play for a long time at that position and not be injured. Like I at don't, any position other than kicker in that sport. Well, right. At, I, I agree, but like uh, the guy whose job it is, here's the ball. 
Don't you die. go run at those fucking huge guys who all want to crush you, right. and they'll probably knock the huge guys that want to block for you on top of you, and then lay on top of you on that. It's like yeah, yeah. You're like being crushed by cars, like small cars are sure. landing on you. It's, it's crazy. Well, because usually the Cowboys always do well when we have a really as our line gets bigger, we always you guys. Do well. I'll say that, about but you that's guys. that's fucking common sense to me. Like. That's how all football. We need huge offensive linemen that can move and push people. Yeah, but if you're not way. if you're not doing your running game, it really doesn't make a difference. Yeah, you know? but you why wouldn't you want to do a running? You you need you need to have a, an act. If you want to be a Super Bowl team, you need to be able to pass the ball and you need to be able to run the ball. In my yeah. opinion, equally. Well, that's that's logic. But. Yeah, I know, but that's what I'm saying. Like when I look at the Bears and when I see <laughs> some of these fucking like even in the picks they make, and you're like. Who is this fucking slob you got? And he's like falling down off the line of scrimmage, and you're like, dude, what, what's why? Why is this a thing? And then you have the one guy number ninety just plowing through like four sacks in a game. And you're like, why? Get more of that guy. I never even heard of that guy before. Get six more of that dude. Get more of that get fucking, guy. Get like just it's get just that frustrating. Samo- dude. Get that Samoan family over get, here. Get them all, kids. Yeah. Whatever. Just hold hands and run towards the other team. Do you feel like the wheels have fallen off, bro? The wheels have fallen off. Three and three, right? Me, Dude, no. But your division is. We Lions haven't won at home. We haven't won at home. That's crazy. We can't win at home. We lost to the Bills Do opening day. Do you need the day. snow? Do you need the snow? No, no. The Bears. The Bears. The season's over. Here's the deal. I feel the same about the Falcons. Yeah, the Bears beat the Falcons. The Falcons kind of. Uh, uh, we beat you, didn't we? Mm-mm. I thought the Falcons. We were beat the Falcons in, in Atlanta, and we beat the 49ers in San Francisco, and we beat uh, somebody else. We've won three games, and we've lost four. And three beat, of those four were at home. I'm trying to think who we beat. We I know we beat fucking uh, Tampa. We beat the living snot out of Tampa. Oh yeah, we beat Tampa and New Orleans. You're right. You did beat us. Yeah, and New Orleans. That's a rivalry for you guys, right? Yep. Yeah. Probably my ah Patriots are up there too. My two least favorite teams, probably Patriots Saints. Really? Yep. Wow. I I gotta say, like football for me, I don't have like. I mean, I guess my rival is the Packers, right? But I, I hate the Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals, more <laughs> like the Why? the baseball team more than I hate any uh, other sports team. Sam Triplin and I were talking about this today. Who, like your top three least favorite sports franchises? St. Louis Cardinals, number one. Yeah? What's without your number a, without one? Without hesitation. Uh, San Antonio Spurs. Oh, yeah, you hate so the Spurs. So you're a Mavericks fan? Yeah. Oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> oh, God, would I ever hate them if I was you. Mine's the Lakers, hands down. I was going to say, Lakers is up there for me. Yeah. Well, who was La- your other Lakers team? I try not to care about. Yeah, don't That's show them the, don't show them any yeah. time of day. Like, you, ever yeah. do, you ever do a gig? Either when you, I, there's no way you haven't. Like, in the last decade, because up until last year and this year, for sure, the Lakers are always in the playoffs and always go deep. Right. Yeah. And they play, like, every other night for, like, Two and a half months, and it always goes to Game Seven. The worst time to do gigs in LA. Yeah, the worst time. I was uh, the, I was at my friend's house on like a Sunday morning. Yeah, and I was you know hanging out and yeah doing what I do on Sunday mornings at that time of my sure. life and uh, getting pretty drunk on top of it. And I get a call. Those like, two usually go hand in hand. Oh, just like boyfriend and girlfriend. And I get a call at like three in the afternoon, four in the afternoon. Hey man, it's TK. <laughs> I haven't heard his uh, name in a while. All right. So TK calls me and he's like, hey, man, you want to come down to the improv? I have a show going on tonight. You can host it. 
Yeah. And I like the improv to me was somewhere I didn't get to very often, and I still don't. But when I do, I like to. I, it's hard to get into that. They don't have a lot of spots they can give out, right? Yeah. And, but it's it's and a it's a club stage. that has a lot of history that I really respect of the course. shit out of, love and I love being there. And I was always treated well, even as a as like a young open mic idiot or whatever. Great I was club. treated very very well there. Love so, the club. So I was like, love great the club. club, great club, great club. Big Three of us cannot stress that enough. Great, we love. Uh, so, Jamie, Jamie if you want to give us Jamie, spots or whatever, man. What up, bro, Jamie? I, I took a picture with Bud Freeman the other day. We talked. No big deal. But go ahead. <laughs> like, Can I use your eyepiece? So <laughs> I got to burn some ants. So <laughs> Off of my dick. <laughs> I don't know how that's helping. I don't either. So you're making out with TK at the end. So I, so I go, like, oh, yeah, man, I definitely want to host. So I go down there, but I'm like in the bag, but like popping out of the bag and woo. I'm a fucking weirdo, right? Uh-huh. And I get on a stage to start, and I start hosting, and the audience is weak, and and everything's kind of weird. And and someone's like, I say something, and someone's like, Laker playoffs, and I go, what? Yeah, he goes, the Lakers are in the playoffs. I go, well, fuck you and fuck the Lakers. And I literally went off for five minutes about how that fucking team could suck my dick, uh-huh. and fucking nobody. It was total. And Kobe Bryant walked in. Literally, Toby, total silence. Everyone was fucking like basically angry. And then I don't know if you guys remember Daniel Ponsky. God, that rings a bell. Yeah, he used to be around a lot more. I'm not sure. I think he writes more now. I'm not sure. I haven't seen the kid forever, but we used to do shows with him all the time. And he was on. I was the guy. Uh, After you? Yeah, he's the guy I brought up. And he's a huge Laker fan. Oh, shit. And he gets up there and he's like, "Um, I don't hate the Lakers. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck that guy. And then I get to the back of the room and TK goes, oh, we're going to have someone else host the rest of the show. Hilarious. Uh, and I was like, okay, all right. Like just fucking after five minutes of ranting against them. You got to know your audience, bro. Oh, I, believe me. <laughs> believe me. But it's always weird when you get into the playoffs with the Lakers and you're doing a pizza place yeah. out in like the yep. IE or yep. wherever. They're in. And yeah. They're in, dude. So anything below battle. San Francisco, I yeah, think, is, a, is Laker territory. I remember point. doing a show at, it was at, um, on the west side, the Sports Harbor. You ever do that uh, yeah. show I'm, down there? I'm doing it uh, this coming Friday. Oh, yeah, they got another show there. It's the like, sh- this show's good. It's Comedy like the second year, Comedy Ahoy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's dude. It's fun. Matt, it's the show. Niels. It's yeah. the show I met yep. my girlfriend at almost a oh, year. Oh, really? Almost a year ago to this Friday. Crazy. Yeah, a day. That's before. a fun room. It, it is, but then you know Wes Hudson. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me and him did that room that that time, and he said he'd been back, and he goes, "Man, when me and you did it, it was a lot of fun. The audience was was they paid attention, they were into it." He said he did a show there, and it was a fucking. He was like, "I've never seen such animals. Really, they were but, animals." But don't they have? Because Matt had that. The Ahoy show, but didn't someone else do another night there or something? Oh, that could be. That could be. But he said he was back for the comedy. Because that's a thing. Philly bar too. That's a, the other thing. That's a. That's to me. That's a red flag. <laughs> What's that? Oh, it's a Philly bar. Yeah, oh, is flag. it? Good. We need more places for these dickheads to drink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boston bar. That kind of, oh, yeah. Boston yeah. bar. I'm like, cool. Uh, thank so you many, for the warning. How many angry redheads can we fit into one small uh-huh. area? Is there a Boston bar? They have Sonny McLean's or whatever uh, in, in Santa Monica. Gross. That's one. I'm sure there's, there's multiple. There's got a bunch. Yeah. Anything with a shamrock on it, I would assume. Uh. It's got to be. <laughs> Or like a blinking, you know, like playing Stein, of like yeah, a big, jump yeah. around, big mug, playing jump around, playing, on the loop, playing jump around. That's how much Sean thinks of Boston. A jump I, around, yeah, jump around. Right. But I did that. So I did that room years ago. I can't, you know, four or five years ago, and uh, the 
the playoff game is on like above me, mm-hmm. but it, they muted all the TVs. Right. But in the back back of the bar, you know, they they weren't muted, so I could kind of hear people cheering about what's going on back there and things <laughs> like that. But so I'm like going like I'm doing like whatever joke. They do a joke, and everyone's like. Yeah, <laughs> it was like the weirdest reaction. Yeah, and I totally forgot the. I was like, "Whoa, that's a." Weir-. I'm like, "Oh, you're all watching the TV <laughs> above me." You're like usually people laugh there, but you guys decided to scream and chant, "All right, all right, all right." <laughs> I'm like, "Why are you all chanting defense?" <laughs> and then this I is an offensive the, set, guys. And then I threw the baby in the dumpster. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. All right, that's dark crowd. That wasn't the good you part guys, of the joke. Uh, you, you guys get, did down to party tonight. <laughs> you guys get it. My kind of crowd. All right, let's let's get this into some weird stuff. Oh, that's funny, man. That uh, yeah, I don't like. Uh, but see that to me, that's sports anywhere. Like I did a show at a, a Mike Dicka's sports fucking place in like Jamboree, Barrington. It's like a batting cages, miniature golf, like sports complex, uh-huh. and they had this bar. And no shit, you walk in there and like everybody had the Ditka mustache, and the yeah. fu- they all looked like Ditka. Uh-huh. There's fucking college football on every TV in there, and they're like, "Oh, you're here? Cool, we'll start the show." They turn off all the TVs. Everyone's like, "Hey, yeah. what the fuck?" Uh, and they're like, "All right, you're comedian uh, for the night." And I'm like, "Yeah, uh, uh, what?" And I get people up the- don't get that that is very commonplace to us. Uh, yeah, like people that don't do comedy and they just think that we, you know, just go to the comedy store and perform, or go to the improv and perform. You know, no, the maj- the lot of it, majority of the shows I, mean? I do is, are awkward and uncomfortable. Is, is me as well. Are you do a gig where you you're like, man, I fucking hope I make it to my car alive. Yep, just uh, where it's in like a a place you probably shouldn't be. Yeah, I've had a couple of those. You know, these like hour and a half away. Yeah. You're you know you're driving to make you know a hundred bucks and it's costing you thirty. Where, where's yeah. this gig? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can you give a put a good word in for me with the booker? That'd right. be great. <laughs> and like, all right, we're gonna turn all the fucking TVs and all the music for all those people dancing over there. Yeah, yeah. Everyone having a good like time over there. We're gonna yeah, turn that off and make bit. them watch you. <laughs> You know I mean? They're not gonna like it, but here you go. Or they go, "There's not a stage. See where that booth is? We took the table off and turned it over, uh-huh. and then you're gonna stand on that." Yeah. Or when a or place, the mil- you know, the, the all the milk crates that are lined up together, uh, and then there's just wood or and carpet yeah. on top of that, like it's not even nailed. Yeah, the carpet sliding around on the yeah. wood, which is sliding around on the milk crates. Uh-huh. Like, what is this death trap you put me? I on? know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they go right, right when you're about to go on stage. Okay, don't stand in the middle and don't stand on the sides. <laughs> Wait, like, what? what the fuck? Where are we supposed to stand? Don't even go up there. All right, well, can I just go can home? I have a chair. Like, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I used to do this show uh, in Texas with this guy, Sad Man. Big, huge black dude. Yeah. And, and um, he would do uh, shows at like bars where it's mostly like white rednecks and stuff. Uh-huh. And so he would take a tip bucket. And then uh, if someone got a laugh or whatever, he'd walk around going, that's funny, fucking chip this motherfucker. And they would throw money in there. So we would get we would get paid on tips, basically. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, that's like shaking people down. <laughs> that's a shakedown. That's not tips. Oh, what if I get a Anthony coming to my shows with a tip a in front of him? We should, we funny, should motherfucker, tip him. All we, right, okay. We should Jesus. all carry tip jars up there. That's funny. Wear one around your neck. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That you could also throw up and cry into. <laughs> did somebody ask this for is, money after a show? This is going to be what? what when? Like, someone, I think someone's in Vegas doing L.A. Comedy Club, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't sell CDs at the show, but you know, if y'all if y'all had a good time, y'all want to just give me the you know Vegas handshake and give me money? Really? I'll take that. Yeah. 
I think it was like Daryl Wright or something. What the fuck? Uh, really? Come on. I could see Dr- Dale Wright after 13 vodkas doing that. <laughs> I really could. Fuck yeah, I'm going to take it. Um, can we talk about the World Series a little bit? Sure. Is that I'm thing very still going disappointed. on? Exactly. Me too. Well, Do uh, you, are, you, you're, are, are you more of a baseball guy? Yeah. I assume you're a football guy first, as yeah. I am. I'm I'm kind of excited for the Royals though. I don't That's see how you only, anybody that I do can not see the how Giants. you cannot be fucking pumped for the yeah. Royals I'm right now. I'm very pumped for them. It's the only reason I even remotely I give care. a shit. Yeah. Right. It, and the Giants might be my Giants and Angels are probably my least favorite baseball teams. Okay. Oh, I hate the Yankees too. Oh, and I hate the Red Sox. Yeah. Those are my four. Are you, are you a Braves fan? What's that? Braves fan? Cubs fan? Uh, ah. Uh, how do you not hate the Cardinals more? Uh, Cardinals are up there too, and uh, uh, and uh, Dodger fan, I would say. Yeah, that's me too. Cubs and then Dodgers for sure. I think my hatred goes um, probably Boston, uh-huh. and then Giants, then Boston again. Uh huh. Sure. And then Boston, then Yankees. Do you not like the Giants <laughs> because of the World Series when they beat the Rangers? Of course. Yeah, that was annoying as shit, man. Yeah, right. I was rooting for the Rangers hard. We. Sh- yeah, I we just hate the Giants because I like the Dodgers. And, and, then, like and then Barry Bonds' head <laughs> used to annoy me. I don't like yep. Barry Bonds, and yeah, he annoys me. But I couldn't. I <clears throat> as a like as a city, I think San Francisco is great. I love San Francisco, yeah. and and I can't if I gotta watch two baseball teams play. Like the National League Championship Series was the most annoying series I could possibly imagine in my head. Like the Giants playing the Cardinals. Yeah, I just did. I didn't Cardinals want either one of the them Dodgers. to win. Me neither, dude. I wanted it to ball. I was, can we have another earthquake? I said, I said that. the <laughs> same thing. But then someone goes, another in, earthquake? That's exactly I go, what I said. another earthquake? So and yeah. someone goes, they're in St. Louis. I go, even better. <laughs> <laughs> even fucking better. Uh, like, great. Jesus, I don't want to hurt anybody in San Francisco, but let's destroy <laughs> Missouri. <laughs> yeah, somebody said, who do you want to win this World Series? And I said, an earthquake. Like, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Um, but I got, I mean, I am. The national championships. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I worry that experience wins out, and the Giants, having been to the World Series three times or whatever, and the, their third time in the last uh, five years. Maybe, but man, those fuck, they got <coughs> they got some serious magic over there right now. I, <coughs> lost a game, man, right? To be to be where they're at, they haven't lost. No. They haven't lost a postseason game, so which many scares me. Into extra innings, which scares me. Deep in extra innings. And they had to play the play-in game, yeah. which went to extra innings. Which that was the reason my brother. I was I <clears throat> didn't really care who won the playoff game. I want the one play-in game. I wanted the A's to win. I wanted the A's to win it all. If the Dodgers couldn't do it, I wanted it to be A's and Dodgers in the World Series. Actually, yeah. So when that dream died immediately, I was like, okay, <clears throat> let's see what the Royals can do. Uh-huh. My brother was so mad that he started rooting for the Orioles, and I can't. I can't root anything Baltimore. Yeah. Right. It's fucking gross. So totally hear you. <laughs> so uh I just All was like, of Ray Lewis. Uh that's my that's I do hate that's, the Ravens. That's a huge part of it. I know. That's I hate my the Ravens. Big, I don't yeah. like I, I don't like Flacco. I no, Flacco I don't like Flacco either. But the fact that Ray Lewis is on ESPN talking about Ray Rice is enraging to me. It's enraging. That's why? typical ESPN. Why? ESPN is is, is ESPN shitty to me. ESPN is the sh- is so shitty. Yeah. Yeah. There's so many people coming out now. 
with uh, domestic abuse. The king's guy. The, the fighter, the king's guy. The fucking and a, a fighter, a fighter. You can't be punching women, dude. You punch dudes for a living. Did she stab uh, him first? There's certain women. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but they're also boxers or fucking ultimate fighters or whatever. Or just like lippy. <clears throat> or just a talkative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just chatty. Yeah, because the LA King uh, yeah. just had a player. Really? Yeah. yeah. And that's, I was hoping hockey would stay out of it. I was hoping we'd I, be like, they take it all out on the, because what I love about hockey is that at the end of every fucking game, they're shaking hands like, man, that was no big deal, even though we just punched yeah. the shit out of each other for sure. fucking over an hour. Uh huh. But like, uh, that was really, uh, that was one that bothered me. Like, football players, I. I've no, I know that's been going on forever. I sure. mean, that's why when people when OJ thing happened, they were probably like, "Oh shit, no, I never took it that, that far." Now <laughs> they know. Yups. <laughs> but still, I mean, you broke the code, OJ. Yeah, right. Did you have either one of you seen Gone Girl? No, right. not, not yet. yet. Do you know what it's about or anything? Or if I um, talk about. It? Yeah, Ben Affleck, his reference. wife disappears, and he's accused of killing her. It's in Gotham. Okay. He fights uh, Superman. And Spider Man like, has yeah, a cameo. Something like and that. And monkeys take over the war plant. Something some we- shit. weird. Well, what I'm saying, I, I, then forget I even said that. Because um, okay. I don't want to spoil anything Forgot. about it. But let's say <laughs> you goes, killed your wife to- and threw her in a river. <laughs> and then you made it all go away. I'm for take, example. Hold on. Let no, me get a, totally let me get a pen. Totally no, no, let no, me no, get no, a pen. I'm totally lying. Do you think with this, like, man, I could really hold you ransom if I wanted to be a gold digger and marry you. And now that how the NFL is like, everything's crazy. If you're like this gold digging woman and you're marrying this guy for money anyways, be like, hey, you want me to fuck, you know, hit myself with a frying pan right now? Or are you going to sit the fuck down? Right. Do you think that's going to be more commonplace? Because keep in mind, we're dealing with two people a lot of times when this happens. A spoiled athlete... And probably a gold digging woman marrying each other for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And now there's Sounds this new amazing. rule. There's this new <laughs> rule which could be very lucrative to a person that entered this as a gold digger with a very naive person. A twenty year old that 20 goes. Year old, hey, yeah. I know you ha- come from a broken home, and you. And I know I'm generalizing because there's a lot of athletes that don't deal with this, but there are a lot that are. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. So I know and you come from a broken home, and I know you're leaving college early because you have to take care of your family, and I know you've been broke your whole life, and I know that someone just gave you $50 million, and you're 20. Yeah. The smartest 20-year-old in the world would fuck $50 million up oh, yeah. without help. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'd be I dead. love you, and I want to marry you. And he goes, finally, somebody told me they love me. Yeah. And she's hot as shit. You got it. Yeah. Dude, I think... <clears throat> <clears throat> I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I think if that, it's probably already been going on, that kind of behavior where it's like, do what I say, or like you said, I'll hit myself with the front. Well, I'm sure with, that, well, I mean, well, we've seen that, that's, that's been proven that that's happened But then there's also the, the bad side of it, but there are also the other side where, you know, she could get pissed off at, like, say the hockey player or whoever, get pissed off and then go report it. And then it comes out in the news, and then you already you're guilty uh, of it without yeah, it, you, you know, already accused happening. that that player because people like that sensational story. Made yeah. that happen with you with Jerry Jones. These girls released these pictures that they were blackmailing him with. Yeah, yeah, and it looks. But who knows, <clears throat> man? Girls could come right up and be like, "Oh, let me take it." And then as soon as she goes down and looks like she's yeah. fiddling around with your dick, her friend takes the picture. And you guys make, oh, I'm sorry, I was getting my contact or whatever. <laughs> Out of your and then dick. Next thing you know, she's emailing <laughs> yeah. them, and I'm like, I'm going to say you sexually harassed me. I got these pictures. You know, yeah. send us 50000 bucks. You know, when that no- news story hit, 
everybody's like, Jerry Jones, he was a creepy old man. <laughs> yep, he sure was. Because TMZ bought it and they put it on and ESPN got all these ratings by showing it 45 fucking times a day without being responsible journalists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then it goes to court. And it find and they it finds out it, they throw it away because it's not fucking true. Yeah. And all this shit goes down. Does anybody remember hearing other than the Cowboys fan? Right. Well, you probably did because you're a sports fan. No, nope, that I, it wasn't true. I didn't hear that actually. <clears throat> this is the first I'm hearing. How about many right times? And dude, it was on the it was in the news like a couple days ago. But it's like yeah. third, fourth, Comple- down. Right. ESPN's not going. We apologize to Jerry Jones. Like there, no one's apologizing to him. No one's right. saying anything. That's, but, the, that's the problem which with is like surprising that. that ESPN wouldn't want to drag that story on more because they ESPN has a fucking NFL and NBA agenda, and that is all they push. I mean, they talk baseball like SEC as well. They're pretty heavy in the SEC, yeah. but it, but it's also it's LeBron James and now Peyton Manning. Oh my God. Yeah, and, you know, and they <clears> to didn't the point really, where you want Tim Tebow and Brett Favre to come back for just like five. But minutes they didn't so even really talk. talk they didn't really talk about Murray breaking that record. It's no, like, it, it ran on the bottom of the ticker. Yeah, that's and, how I saw and it. Then, I was like, "What?" And then let's interview Brett Favre. Let's interview all the former. But they did Brett Favre. The only thing Favre said when Peyton Manning beat his record, he tweeted, "Congratulations, Pey- Peyton Manning. Well deserved on beating my record." And then hashtag on to six hundred. <clears throat> yeah, which is. Well, I mean, a lot fine, of, but he wasn't even at the game. Like, yeah, fine. I don't think Favre He's watches like coaching football. High school. Yeah, I don't think he watches professional football. Well, how badass would that be to have Brett Favre Dude, be a I high school coach? I said that today. I go, how fucking awesome would you feel if he was your quarterback coach? Like, I'm no kidding. I'm gonna be that a badass. I just wish he would come back one year. If he did that, he'd have to play in Chicago, and he'd have to win or the even Super just Bowl. One. <laughs> <laughs> that was crazy talk. <laughs> That was great. Well, because that was like the nine-year-old in you who said that. <laughs> if he did, he would come back to Chicago and he would wear a cape, and we'd and yeah, be awesome. We would, we would win, win the Super Bowl. Super Bowl and you guys would not be ever invited. and ever and ever and ever. We'd have cake. And we, we would be, be best awesome. friends. And he would come to my birthday. We would hang out. We'd go to roller skating parties. I heard Funways open late. <laughs> we'd go to USA Roller Skating Rink. But yeah, that was what would have to happen. But you know, a lot of people are saying. You know how they go to the interview, and they're like, "Dude, records are meant to be broken." Sure. So yeah. that gives other people something to strive for. Absolutely. You know, I heard that today. I was listening to like sports radio, and they said that when Favre broke the record, which was who was it? The guy from Minnesota, Adrian Peterson. No, no, no. When Fran Favre, Tarkenton. Oh yeah. Uh, was it Tarkenton? <laughs> no, was Warren it? Moon. No, it wasn't Warren Moon. It was Warren uh, Moon. Fuck, it's gonna drive me nuts. Whichever quarterback it was. Johnny Unitas? Mm-mm, that was Colt. Was yep. one other. Guys, we're a sports podcast, but go ahead. Real good <laughs> stuff, everybody. Uh, if you could uh, send us you, the answer. You could Google that and send what, us the answer. Guys, if you could send her out, uh, we'll give it. Uh, sure, man. Yeah, yeah. But uh, that when Favre broke the record, he said, um, I, I'm only partially holding this record until Manning breaks it. Right. Because Manning was like right on his ass, and he knew Manning had another six, six. seven, eight years. Yeah, him and he was after. coming on him. I mean, Favre played a long time. I, I mean, s- he had gray hair and a gray beard. <laughs> When's the last time you saw that in the NFL? I know it probably used to be commonplace, like back in like the fifties or whatever, right. when people used to smoke cigars when they played and shit. And had nicknames. But like now that it's like real athletes. <laughs> yeah, Johnny, quick feet, McAllen. <laughs> exactly. It's Crazy Legs Jenkins. They need to bring that back. 
What? <laughs> they do it still. They do. They had like little uh, nicknames. The train was on the Bears. What was that guy's name? A train. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, wife yeah. beat her rice. Yeah, right. That's yeah, what it yeah. would be now. <laughs> Breaking right. and entering Johnson. A race trader Johnson. <laughs> race trader. <laughs> race trader Johnson. <laughs> um, what were we just talking about? Um, the fact how Favre had gray hair. Oh, he yeah. played so long that he had like a gray beard and a gray well, hair. Well, I've seen the new commercial he's in where he's got to get his how he got his groom back. You see that where he's got the beard? Yeah. He's on a tractor. He's like, my wife said I better clean up because I look like Sam Elliott on heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just fucking next thing you know he's like super clean shaven. Like I got my groom back, and you're like, oh, I know. This is a he's like super. He just fall at a dog, and he like hits the dog in the back. <laughs> Dude, at the end of it, he throws a football at a dog, and he's like disappointed that the dog doesn't catch it. I'm not even kidding. It's what I love is that, like in slow motion, he's whipping footballs no, like at animals in his back. Like the dog he's like, kills he's like a squirrel. He kills a fucking possum. <laughs> I know, you know, you know. He throws him, and like bottles are exploding off the edge of a tree. Stump. Oh, uh, but he got his groom back, guys, and that is how Brett Favre got his groom back. Do you back. remember the war? Like what I was thinking was like the worst commercial for like sports related, like selling you know commercials. Remember when Jimmy Johnson all of a sudden was doing like dick pill commercials? Yes. Like, yeah. Extends. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what, what are you yeah. doing, bro? But I mean, there must be a lot of money there, there right? Has just to lay be. it out because otherwise you're like, hi, I'm Jimmy Johnson. But well, you I know, have like, dick okay, pill okay, issues. Okay, but lately, Terry, Terry Bradshaw, I'm like, I don't care if you had shingles. Oh, dude. I don't no. want to talk about it. No, yeah. It, you know, if you got chicken pox, it's in you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, going to yeah. come out, people. Get out of here, Terry. Just go Bradshaw. back to Cannonball Run. That's how I want to remember you. <laughs> Me as an too. Actor. Get uh-huh. off Fox. You and Mel Tillis. I've always said that that would be the best remake. Cannonball Run. You know they remake everything. Yeah, but because th- you no, it would be recast the best. it if you recast it with like the coolest people, starting with the three of us. Well, <laughs> I'll be Jackie Chan. <laughs> no, Bobby Lee's got that. Uh, yeah, we'll throw Bobby Lee. He can play the fucking what you call it. I would. It would break. You know, that's the kind of thing like. Don't remake Stripes. Don't remake The Jerk. Don't remake Cannonball Run. Don't remake. Of course. Don't remake things that were fine on their own. And and that's what I was saying today. Those are three great ones too, too. Caddyshack as well. Yeah, but they made a second one of that. They fucked that up a little yeah, bit. Making a second one isn't like remaking. Slap. It. No, it's not. Twenty five years later. I did, you're right. I did see Slapshot three. Oh uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> the fucking Hanson brothers were in there. That's awful. Yeah, it's not good. Um, but I'm just saying, like, you know, you see this Dumb and Dumber 2, and I mean, it, maybe it's funny, maybe it's not. It looks fucking funny. The Anchorman I mean, thing. But it's like, I, I mean, didn't it's like, like, Brothers wrote it. Yeah, I know, it's but the real the, cast. I know, it's but my like point is, one, like, why couldn't they just it. leave it alone? Why couldn't they just li- let it be a great movie on its own? Because like it so is a great movie. people wanted it. I think the script's funny. That's what I've heard. I heard the script is funny. I, you know, my buddy Brian Jarvis, he, like, they had him. Do you see Jarvis a lot? Like, quite a bit. Yeah. He said a baby. Well, he didn't, but his yeah. wife did. Yeah, no, 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 I know. Yeah, he did. I always yeah. see I see him every once in a great while at auditions, and I'm like, oh my god, I fucking love this yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. They like, had him come punch it up, and so he, you know, was like kind of tell me some of the stuff that's in it. It's pretty sounds pretty funny. Man. Oh, that's good. Is he writing a lot? Is that what he does now? Mm-hmm. Good for him. Yeah, pretty much exclusively. That's awesome. And then get get his wife pregnant. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. At least you know? yeah. totally right, man. Right, totally right. Better than him getting pregnant. Yeah. Better her than him. You got it. And I, I'm going to have to go ahead and agree with you on that <laughs> one, too. <laughs> you if someone's got to be pregnant, it better be the ladies. Yeah, when Jimmy Johnson was doing those commercials, I was like, what the fuck? 
Like he, you're already on NFL Sunday or whatever the Fox show. Yeah, right. You're commentating games. You you were a college coach for a long time. Won championships, millions of dollars there. Super Bowl winning head coach, millions yeah. of dollars there. Then you go to the Dolphins and they give you a GM spot and coach. You ran ran that out for a while. Millions, millions of dollars there. Now you're doing how do you, pill. How could you need money at that point? But it wasn't like pills that are like I get it if it's Viagra. It's it was extends. make your dick bigger pills. Yeah, it's yeah. So what he's saying is, I used to have a little dick. dick. Now I got this fucking anaconda to deal with. I'm super duper rich, and I got this. Mu- I think it's like maybe his way of announcing to the world that he's got a big cock and he's serious about it. Maybe, but dude, I don't. I just would feel like if I had a big dick, I wouldn't need to announce it to anybody. I would just swing it around wherever. But yeah, I but went. if you're 62 or however old he is, he's who's ticket. he competing with? I mean, what is it? Hey, Ditka, like other dick old big dick dudes. <laughs> hey, Ditka, other, other old dick dudes, <laughs> right? Hey, we're having an old man dick lengthening contest. I'm in. Oh, yeah, I, I want to. I want to judge it. it. <laughs> I want to judge it. Okay. I want to fucking. Uh, I want to really get into it and judge it. Are you both NBA guys? Now I know you're Mavs. Uh, I'm not Bulls. super NBA, but I, I like the Bulls. Right. I like the Clippers. When I'm starting to watch a little bit of the Clippers, I don't really like the commentary people here in LA. I'm just like I'll I'll put it on mute. Ralph Lawler. Uh, yeah. Like, um, I think Vince Scully spoiled us all because I don't fucking like anybody who announces yeah. anything except for him and maybe fucking. Uh, here, Carrie Andrew loved. Well, of course, dude. I'm not because that's it. One time I went to a, a Costas. A, that's my other favorite Cubs guy. game. I was probably 22. We could take the you know take the, like the South Shore in, like 20 minutes out, and then go to a Cubs game. And by where we were, we were right under press box, you know, lower level, but we were awesome. right under there. Yeah. And so we were like every time, and dude, I'm t- 22. Yeah. Every time, me and three buddies, they go. Bring a tray of drinks into fucking Harry Carey. We order a fucking round. <laughs> and you were blacked you out were by the time you left that game. <laughs> I woke up in uh, uh, Walla Walla, Washington, <laughs> three weeks later. <laughs> two condoms in my ass. No. <laughs> my only, one of them had only one of them had a dick, dick in it. it. Let me fucking. I bought a painting from Boone. It was awesome. Yeah, man. I was like, we were like really, really fucked up. Yeah. By like the third, fourth. I mean, he would have like ra- like a couple rounds. If it was a long inning, you know, a long at bat, you know, sometimes you'd almost go through the whole lineup. Yeah, he would have like two beers. Well, that's why. But that's why he does. He would do three innings, then he would leave the booth later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, Steve Stone would do it with another it's guy. Like ninety three, I'm there. Yeah, it was right. So he it was, was right around that. Yeah, he right, was yeah, doing so that. Yeah, doing, and he would yeah, come he would back in the seventh and be like, "Hello, Andre Scalaragos, backwards is Like the game's over, Harry. Harry, yeah, yeah, no yeah, one's like here. It's already fucking. It's already dark. And Steve Stone. I watched the whole thing on Steve Stone talking about Harry Carey. It really, was, I bet he's got. I've never really actually thought about that. The stories that that guy must. That have. guy has great stories. He he was like. Hey, Steve would speak, he goes, well, back in the day, I would smoke these huge cigars, you know, and, and Harry, well, I'm smoking a cigar one day while we're on the air, you know, because people can't see you. Nobody should, sure. The camera never turned to the fucking announcer back then. Uh-huh. So he was like, uh, Harry starts, ah, Steve, you got to smoke those cigars. He gives me a hard time about it, you know. And we go into the commercial break, and I'm like, hey, Harry, what's the t- deal with you making fun of me with the cigar thing? Does it really bother you? He goes, Steve, I spent my entire life in smoke-filled bars. You think your cigar outdoors is going to bother me? Come on. It's the best bit we have. You got to keep going. 
<laughs> Steve was like, okay. Wonderful. And then, and then one, one time something happened where... Wonderful. Like, I don't know if Harry Carey got a little too drunk or something happened where he was like saying something and Steve was trying to correct him. He got mad at him and kind of like they, they yelled at him. He yelled at him off the air or whatever and he storms out and the next day, Steve's fucking pissed about it and he's sitting there writing down his stats and doing all this shit. Harry Carey walks in he's like, hey, are you mad at me? Steve's like, you... And this is the in the interview goes, you goddamn right, I'm mad at you. And uh, and Harry Carey's like, you can't be mad at me. And Steve was like, what? Why not? And he's like, because you're my friend. <laughs> he was like, what? All right, I guess. Because Harry Carey, like, like they even said it, like, you know, the guy spent his entire, like, almost his entire adult life getting entertaining other people, and like, no one ever really got to know Harry Carey. Like, you'd have to be a really close personal friend to know sure. him, right? You know, you know, I know that he did games from the outfield with no shirt on while drinking Budweiser. Mm -hmm. And he he was the drunk, the fucking maestro of this party. And was always drunk and would turn that thing. Yeah. But you never, ever even kind of were like, I wonder what that guy's like. You assume that's what he was like. You assume he went home and was like, all right, everybody, we're going to have dinner now. (laughs) Woo! And he's fucking pounding beers at dinner, you know? You assume the Budweiser flowed out of the tap. (laughs) When I was a little kid, I thought he lived there. When I was like a little, little kid, I thought Harry Carey, that's what Harry, go to your room. The game's over. (laughs) It was Bozo and him. Dude, Bozo. Bozo. But always a little part of me never liked the fact that he came from St. Louis. And he's from St. Louis. And, uh... Steve Stone was like, his first home was St. Louis. I mean, that's where he came up. Yeah. You know? yeah. And I get that. But I still think he's a bigger part of Chicago and more of a legend in Chicago. I totally agree. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> of course. Totally agree. Especially in our generation, people who And, don't you know, he was me. more, Saint, uh, I think a lot of that is just because he was more, well, I mean, with WGN too, um, but he was more radio in St. Louis. You know, because yeah, I think he yeah. started radio, and then he was only television in Chicago. Yeah, right? and he was a big. He was a big. I mean, there are, you can go online. There's video. There's video of him and Steve doing games from the bleachers. Yeah, and he's got his shirt open and he's drinking canned beer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, it's to me. I'm like, you are. That's, like, there's something you would never see that anymore. That. You would never see Costas never. in shorts out going. We're doing a game from Having the left field bleachers. Mm-hmm. Drinking, just knocking down beers, yeah. just being like, because there was something great about that before everyone got so fucking uptight about yeah. everything. That was great, and it really slam dunked this connection of, I'm sitting, you know, in Michigan City, Indiana, or you know, uh, uh, Berwyn or wherever. I'm not at the game, but I'm within the distance to watch this. And Harry Carey is doing what I'm doing. Yeah. Having a beer, Watching getting drunker, yelling getting how frustrated bad they are. with the yep. team. Yep. <laughs> when the guy comes up that you know he's doing great, you're rooting for him. You're you're loving Ryan Sandberg, but you're hating fucking so and so. Yeah. You know what I mean? But and the funny thing was that W because WGN was everywhere in the United States. Like that's what I mean. People to say. in Arkansas, yeah. people yeah. in fucking Florida, people in uh, the Northeast. Yeah. Like, at, like. If you didn't have a baseball team where you lived, yes, like you could watch the Cubs. Cubs. You were a fucking Cubs fan because yes. how could you fucking not want to watch that guy and root right. for everything he did? You know, sure. Yeah, I mean that's that's the whole thing. I remember going down to Arkansas and everyone down there was a Cubs fan. I was like, Mom, how is, is everybody possible? everywhere a Cubs fan? And she's like, Not everywhere, but quite a few places. <laughs> you know, now it's totally different. Where it's like, well, now you can watch yeah, whatever you want. Get the I package. Mean, you, you you never have to miss a home game of your favorite team. Yeah, it's you don't, a, have, you don't you don't have to work for it now. You don't have to work for no, it. No, you don't. You can't like randomly just become a fan of somebody because of circumstances that were out of your control. <laughs> you can control. I'm talking about if you're a little kid or whatever, 
you control who you want to be a fan of because you have accessibility to everything. Yeah. Well, because it used to be as a kid, it's the some well, some people became a fan of whoever gave you a jersey yes. of the team that's or how I became a Falcons a, fan. A hoodie or or you know, zip whatever it was, you know. You're yeah, like, it's almost oh, like that's th- cool. This is the team I root for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly how I became a Falcons fan in like the in like eighty nineteen eighty one. Yeah. I rooted for the Cowboys a little bit too back in the day because I had a Cowboys snowsuit. All yeah. my friends were and Bears I was like, fans. And Cowboys pajamas. Yeah, All my th- friends were Bears fans. All my friends had Bears jackets and Bears hats and Your Bears friends sound everything. like a good group of guys. I know you would get along with all of them <laughs> quite well. But then like I had this like Falcon sweatshirt. You're kind of sounding like a dick right there. And then a Falcon hat, <laughs> and I'm like, man, I don't look like everybody else. I'm different. Right. And people are asking me why I like them, and now I can make up some lie and tell them my dad plays for them. Yeah. But my dad was never around. <laughs> That's why he's never around. He's always on the road with the what's Falcons. His, what's his name? I can't tell you. Yeah. Uh-huh. Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders, <laughs> who at that time was probably 20. 11 years old. Yeah. <laughs> All-time favorite Falcon easily, Deion really? Sanders. Oh, God. What did yeah. you think of Hester breaking the record with, uh, in the in the? thought fa- it was great. Yeah. I loved it. it was, uh, you know, had he not been in a Falcon uniform, I probably would have been a little more upset about it. But I thought it was awesome that he was wearing a Falcon uniform. Did, it almost did broke, an impression of him. Broke Deion's record. Yeah. While Dion was there in literally the house that Dion built. Yeah. I mean, he, he built, built that. that. He was a carpenter. He, he did. Was a before he played not, for the Falcons. Did some welding. Did and, not. Uh, wrote that. Through the blueprints Art out guess. anyway. Right. Correct. Carried wheelbarrows full of bricks. Did you know he's adopted like, or like 10 different kids? He's in, I think it was in Dallas. Yeah. He, is that where his prep academy is? That Dallas prep? Uh, yeah, I think so, yeah. I think it's, it's somewhere right around Sean's waiting for an acceptance letter. And it's he thinks where he might have gotten his, uh, club prime time used to be. Yep. And he's probably making money still off the CD sales from Pine Oh, time. my God. I can only imagine. Um, but, yeah, I think him and Troy Aitman used to live in the same kind of neighborhood. Well, he's got a pretty fucking crazy house. But yeah. he's got, like, ten kids. He has his own kids. Ten of his own kids? No, no, no. Oh. Just, like, uh, you know, he has, like, three or four kids. Three or four kids. Then he has these six other kids, like his sister's kid, and then all these other like underprivileged kids that like live in his house and he go to this like prep school and he like pays for like everything for him. I'm underprivileged. Maybe yeah, I could live there. Him, maybe you can adopt oh, God, us. I wish can we send him a me. casting video? <laughs> if he would adopt me, I would be so stoked. Yes, I'm 42, but that does not change the fact that I would love Deion Sanders to adopt me. And I would love to learn. Hey. And then you guys could come over to my new fucking house, <laughs> Deion's house. We're going to Jason's. Well, his new dad, Dion, (laughs) he's got a pool and shit. Dad, can can Sean and John stay for dinner? dinner. I don't know. You got to finish your homework. Like, come on, Dad. But I'm like a shitty kid. I'm like the bratty, spoiled kid. I'm not like. Or you're in. I hate you. Or you're like, old crazy fuck thinks I'm still in school. (laughs) I know. I know. There's no idea I'm in my forties. I know. I know. This place sucks, Dad. Can't wait till I can get on. Oh, on stove top! And you have your own, you have your own you have your own get wing. Get the generic shit and like it. The old you, wing. Yeah, you this get pissed off wing. and you live like in a, a carport not attached to the, even the house. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. That's a, that's crazy to me. The only reason I'm talking about this because I just saw that movie Gone Girl. But there's this house in there that this like rich guy kind of like lives in that is so crazy big that you're like, there's no way. Way. You know, it was like when I, I was like stoned watching the movie, you know, I'm like, well, so you're like kind of like overthinking it. And then you see this house and you're like, who? I couldn't afford the doorknobs of this place. But why did right. but why, but my mom, every time we saw a big house, like, oh, that house is big. And I was like, yeah, that's more rooms to clean. I know. That's, I so, like, that's the same way. You're I, right. I, Fuck I that. What do, I, what do I need all that stuff? Like, imagine being in a house that 
you never go upstairs. No, no. That would drive me insane. Yeah. I can't have my shit that spread out. Look at I'd this rather apartment. have like a cool, it's all piled like, on top of me. Give me like a two-ish bedroom, a like cool like smaller house, like just the right amount of space you need, but like a cool pool and like a view or something like that. Well, I wouldn't mind a yeah. view, and I just I, I think I need like like all this shit that I have in my apartment. If I ever moved somewhere, it would have to go into like one room, and that room would have to be yeah. like the room I can go in. Like these are my books, these are my movies, these are my things. Right, right, right. This is my where we can hang out and get high and spill bong. It's always good to have an extra room. Yeah, just go and get away. Yeah. And like a like a uh, like a room that's like under it, so like if you you ever have to like bury anything or something. yeah 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 well definitely just floorboards that come up hide like treasures guns body, stairs, body, body, somewhere bodies. with the stair stairs leading up to something where you can just hide shit under there yeah those always get caught though you know the little fucking when you pull the string down and then yeah. the stairs pop down yeah nothing good is ever whenever they pull that down in a movie no, nothing good it's yeah. never like well except in Goonies and that is true they yeah. found the treasure they found the treasure map it's true. Attic. But it's like if cops pull that down, it's always like, uh, you're always like watching it in the movies and you're going like, uh-oh, this, let me get comfortable for this. Yeah. This, <laughs> this, this is going to be murdered. <laughs> this is going to be bad. I'm excited for the NBA season to start. Um, I'm more excited for hockey. So you go, let me see if I got this right. Let me guess. You go, you do, you go baseball above football? Yeah. You go baseball, football. Uh, sometimes I go baseball, hockey, football. Wow, okay. Especially now with the Hawks being so good and the Bears being so annoying. And the Kings good. And the Kings are so good. Being from Chicago and living in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that series, of, uh, that Kings-Blackhawks series, I know I've said this a thousand times, but that Kings-Blackhawks series from last season was the greatest hockey series I've ever seen. And the oh, Kings, that was and the, the greatest hockey series of uh, ever. Yeah, and then the, the the fact that the Kings went on to win the Stanley Cup made it all okay. You know what I mean? I was like... If you're gonna beat the Blackhawks like that, you better fucking go on and do it like that, yeah. and then also let it be the town that I'm li- currently living oh, in. Oh yeah, 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 and, and the I, team that I like. Yeah, absolutely. I do love. I love the Kings, man. I think the Kings are great. And do you dislike the Ducks? I don't like hate the Ducks, but I don't I love do. the Ducks. I'm not I don't like, like the Ducks. I don't, I don't think, like the Angels. Yeah, I have less problem with the Angels than I do with the Ducks. Like I, I don't it's like. It's like an Ducks. hour away from Los Angeles, and they call it Los Angeles. It I don't like me. that. I don't like that. That's what really ultimately bothers me. It's annoying. I agree with you. I agree with you. It's Anaheim. Just be Anaheim. Yeah. Anaheim Ducks. Anaheim. Be Angels. halfway to San Diego. Yeah, State halfway University. to San Diego Angels. Remember yeah. when the Angels were the California Angels? Yeah. Like they represented the whole state. I liked that more. I like that more, but I was also living in Illinois. Remember and didn't when they understand were the Anaheim it. Los Angeles Angels? The Anaheim, no, they were the Anaheim Angels of Los Angeles. Yeah, give me a break with yeah, that. That was the shittiest. That was figure the out dumbest. That was like that was embar- I was like, you're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, so far away. They're figure like, out your stop. name. Just stop doing that. Yeah. yeah, stop. Just be the halfway to San Diego Angels, <laughs> and the halfway to San Diego Mighty Ducks. Just be to the almost Just be to Anaheim. Buena. And that's it. Just be almost to, Port, to, Port, uh, Portillos. to Portillo's in Buena Park. Or the hat. Are you hockey above <laughs> basketball? No. You're, you're a football, basketball, baseball, hockey. Probably. That's what I am as well. And tractor pull. And tractor pull, I would probably... Well, I would throw MMA Nas- way up Nas- higher. NASCAR throwing around. Oh, I, lo- I love NASCAR there. too. Do you? Yeah. That's interesting. Don't get a lot of NASCAR Midwest people. Really? Do you, do you think you do? Midwest people and Na- love NASCAR, man. It's more like Demolition <laughs> Derby. I, I love NASCAR, man. No, they do. Midwest people. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, I mean, you got. Uh, I guess it's not as prep. There's still, there's still a stigma to it where you're a, a drunk hick if you like racing at all. But 
I mean, um, you got well, you do have Indianapolis, the Brickyard, Indianapolis 500, yeah. all that, I guess. I used to go to the time trials all the time as a kid. But I always just figured, like, people came from the South to watch it, and then they would just all leave. <laughs> That's pretty <laughs> didn't really factor it, it in. It's very close all. to that, yeah. <laughs> I have all. a lot of friends in Illinois who are hicks, though, and they do like it. I went to college right around there. Around NASCAR? Uh, right around the Brick, right around the Indy 500. Oh, really? Right around, yeah. I mean, I went to, I didn't go to Butler, but I went to Ball State. My sister lived right by, like, so close to the uh, the speedway that when it was a race was going on, you could hear it, like, if her window was open, you could hear it. It's just a, wow, wow, That's awesome. Yeah. See, I would love that. Yeah, yeah. That's crazy, That's right? a slow helicopter. that fast. Yeah. That's and then nuts. every year it goes up. And up, yeah. And up. Some guy breaks a record. Some guy goes faster. Is it every year that it goes up? No, I mean, no, not every year. But I mean, it I, goes up a little almost every year. That's crazy. Where does it hit a ceiling? Is, I mean, what, is NASCAR like two fifteen now or something. Two thirteen. Is it? Is it that high? Is it it's that high? It's fucking fast, man. Too, yeah. Too fucking fast. Yeah, that's the thing. Is it might be getting too fast, which sounds like such a pussy thing to say, but at the same time, it's like. I don't want I don't want drivers dying. I don't I'm not a big when, when I see wrecks and stuff. Yeah, okay, you, you spun them out. That's crazy. But I'm not the guy that waits for the accident. I don't. Yeah, of I, I never want to root for a a terrible crash. Like I I want to see a lot of people do though. Right? I know. I yeah, know. That's, that's why that's, that's why you go. That's a lot. Why a lot of people say they go, and I don't. I find that. Do you really go hoping for a crash? I do not go hoping for. You crash. don't. You do, but you I honestly do. do. You want to see a crash, but not like a deadly crash. No, no, no. But when the speeds get so fast to where people, the uh, the the fence can't handle the force of the cars. You know how they go into the audience. Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah, that's what I want to. That's what. So I they need to tires like, and fucking yeah, they need bolts and shit, shit. And cutting through that is. Yeah, that's, they've had some crazy uh, accidents in the last Let's couple of years. Let's put them in a big tube. Yeah. Yeah, now we're talking. Yeah. Tube racing, the track. Yeah. Racing the like, tubes, put bro. A d- put a dome over the, Ooh. the tube. Almost like a giant, like, what was that hockey game that was always in bars and, like, you had move foosball. The stick. You know, but the hockey version. Where they would move and around. Like, in the dome. And it was always Russia yeah. against the United yeah. States. It was always like the Cold War game all, of the, the year. All hockey games are Russia versus the United States. <laughs> Which they that should is true. Be. Can- it should have be. been Canada versus Russia if they wanted to be Ooh, real. That's too hockey. That's, too, that's too, even too hockey for me. But it was the Cold War, too, man. We had to let kids know. Too soon. Russia's bad. Too soon. Too soon. Gorbachev. Yes. He's dead. Don't it's worry. Like, I'm, you're the bad guys. I'll be America. <laughs> that's how you always had to play Instead that of playing Cowboys friends. and Indians, we played Russians and Americans. That's the way it's supposed to be. Did you really? No. Of course not. Have you had Daryl Wright on your podcast? Uh, no, not yet. No. You should. He's a crazy NASCAR guy. Yeah. No, no. I've done his show a couple of times where we just, like, it was so funny. He was like, hey, man, you want to come in and do the show? It's, about, it's called uh, Left Turn with yeah. whatever. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all NASCAR stuff. I'm like, okay, great. And this is like back, oh, this is a while ago when, like, I think even before we'd started doing our show. Yeah. Uh-huh. So I, like, watched the race that weekend, like, took notes, like, did all this shit. Like, I was prepared to talk numbers and everything. We, it was like this show. We talked racing for five minutes. Yeah, and then, and then, then when you go in there thinking it's vodka. professional. We talk nonsense <laughs> for like a long time. Yeah, it's like our show. You go in there thinking it's professional. <laughs> Turns out it's not. Right, of course not. But yeah, it was just, that was when I kind of learned like podcasts are just like, yeah, let's just chat. Those are the ones that are the best to me. I, I think so too. I think so too. I feel like podcasting is what Howard Stern always wanted. Yeah. Was like this complete autonomy, freedom. I can be who I am. You know if I make jokes about, you know, whatever. You know I'm just joking, yeah. and it's really is just like it's almost voyeuristic in a way. 
Yeah, well, that's a lot of my friends say. It's just like listening to a conversation that I'm not, you know, that I'm just listening. Yeah. I'm in the room <laughs> and I'm just, just there. Yeah, yeah, but but a lot of no, but they they say that in a positive way. Like yes, exactly. buddy Jay just turns it on and he does his housework. But I think, and he, like, I, think Howard, I, like, <laughs> I think Howard Stern is is one of the closest things to podcasts because just his pace, sure, and the kind of dead air, right, is what I like about listening. You know, when to they're Sean talking, likes a lot of dead air on our show. Watching that show growing up, when they would be talking about their personal lives and. You know, Friday they were going to go to some something, and then yeah. you know Monday I couldn't wait to fucking get to work and listen yeah, to how it out. what happened. Yeah, you know, you develop these relationships with somebody you don't really know. Yeah, you Which know, the bridge that made it change was Twitter. Well, yeah, and then now, yeah, but that's the thing is now you, some people think they do know you, and they think because they communicate with you online that you're but friends with them. That has happened. Yeah, and it gets can be weird sometimes. Have you had any? No, I don't get that. But have you? Maybe one or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a couple of that shit, crazy stuff. Yeah, where people are just like, like "Hey, we're uh, buddies." You said you would be at the airport. I'm here. <laughs> I got, I thought we know, were friends. A friend, you know, a guy came out like a fan. You know, I'll talk to you on Twitter and all this kind of stuff. And he, you know, was like wants to stay at my place. And I'm Whoa. like, Dude, we've never even met. I mean, we've gone back and forth on Twitter, and you've obviously know everything about me because I'm, you know, you're open and honest. Pretty when you honest. Talk, yeah. Were y'all were y'all sexting? I do. Little bit. Little he bit, just kept yeah. sending me pictures of his mouth, and I'll yeah. be like, yeah, yeah, how'd you like to stay at my place? Right. And then he shows up at my place. I'm like, dude, bro, you're making this weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just come in. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have to nod. But yeah, that, but that, that really is like, like podcasting is to booze what Twitter is to cocaine. Uh, interesting. You know what I mean? Like you're they, they out of hand in hand Twitter. I have to go. I have to go. <laughs> what I'm saying is, call your Twitter guy. Call your Twitter guy. I have to go suck some dicks to get some more Twitter up in here. I'm gonna go get some podcasts. You guys call the Twitter guy. The more, the more Twitter followers, the more girls will come over. Yeah, but then once the twittering is done, the girls yeah, will they, leave. In a way, that might be true. Yeah. When you're out of Twitter and they realize how you really are, they just leave. Goodbye. You're right. out of Twitter. That's funny. Uh, how, how are we? Are we good? Yeah, we have a couple more minutes. All right, cool. Um, what else? And we're done. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, that's awesome if that's the case. I mean, not for my time. Was I really was going to... I was hoping you'd let me stay here for a week. What I was saying was... <laughs> the guest that would not leave. Yeah, He'll be joining us for the next three weeks because he's going to live at my we'll apartment. Do, we'll do the podcast the whole time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's wonder, what people want to hear. wonder why you brought a pillow. Uh, what uh, would you you do like two or three different podcasts? I really only do one. Oh, really? Yeah, I just punch drunk with um, uh, Ari Shafir and Sam Tripoli, uh, sports dot com, or you know, punch drunk on on uh, iTunes. Um, and uh, but I've you know I do a lot of them. I've I've done a few on Desk Squad with Red Band and and then you did the no, no, naughty show with Triple naughty show with Triple I did for a long time yeah and I left that to to go do other shit but um but you do the roast battles you do roast battles yeah yeah you're all over the place yeah I do a lot I try to I try to do as many things for free as I possibly can <laughs> I try to do as many I try that's to do a great a business plan uh, is it <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's really been working out so far but yeah, like like people if, go, is, is it a free show? No, it's paid. Nah, nah. I can't stress a, this uh, enough. If any of your fans have anything going on that would take 20 hours of my week, I would love <laughs> to do that for absolutely nothing. You got it. You know what? Throw a parking ticket in there for me, <laughs> and I lose 80 bucks. And that's, that's about... 
But yeah, I've done the roast battle. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that show once. It looked really fun. It's fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. You know, it's really it 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 it's fun if you're not doing it. I was gonna say I don't think I'd want to be in it. Yeah. You know, it's fun to be like in the room when it's happening. Yeah. But when you're doing it, it's awful. Because because you're you're writing 15 jokes about a very speci- specific topic, which is the person standing next to you. Right. So you spend two, three weeks writing jokes, interviewing their fucking friends like I'm goddamn Bruce Willis in Moonlighting. Right. You know what I mean? Well, first of all, nice reference. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's where you're going with Detective Bruce Willis and Moonlighting. But like Moonlighting. hungover detective. Not Sherlock Holmes, not a fucking Columbo. None of those You're guys Bruce Willis and Moonlighting. To, be, uh, to scratch my itch. Hey, Seagram's Golden Wine Cooler, everybody. <laughs> there you go. So, so you got to write 15 jokes for this person. Let's say you and I are roasting each other. I can write 15 jokes f- shitting on you. I can just write those jokes for you. You can shit on me with those <laughs> jokes. Trust me, believe too. me. Every, anybody that's roasting me has a 10-joke head start <laughs> for the minute they, they say yes. Um, and it's usually a bunch of these like younger kids that want to roast you. That, I don't know these door guys yeah. uh, you know, other than saying hi to them. And they know fuck, everything's in my fucking act. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Every joke you want, I've, I already have in a way. Yep. You know what I mean? So they automatically have a head start. But I'm like, sure, why not? So you learn. So you spend t- literally two, three weeks r- working on this, stressing about it. Yeah, because it's stressful. Well, because you don't want to be a dick. You don't want to be a dick, but you got to be a dick. But you don't. We don't want to look like you didn't. And you don't want to look like you're not prepared. Yeah. Well, you, you don't, don't want to look mean, bad. But you don't want to look Jeffrey too prepared. Ross you want to look. Sarah yes, Silverman and then have the and judges and, and shit. And I know everybody. every person in this 110 room fire hazard yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean this room holds 90 there's 110 there's people 200 in there <laughs> right i know they're every one of them's name right yeah. it's like a public hanging is what it really is yeah yeah you know so you're up there and every so you don't get to keep it's not like i wrote 15 new jokes that i can put that in you can now use they're gone yeah you're not yeah. getting paid you got to throw them all, all these jokes away you're not getting paid and your only compensation for doing this is this guy throwing your laundry around the room and watching all of your friends high-five over what a dumb fuck you are. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then, you'll, and then you have to hug at the end, and yeah. then you kind of leave, You're and like, there's uh. this great sense of relief when it's over. Yeah, You're I like, think oh, I think God, I would, man, yeah. I've been worrying about this for two weeks. I'm so glad it's over. Has anyone ever eight mild themselves and just gone up there and made all fun of themselves before anyone else could? Um, I've seen that angle a couple times. I mean, now it's been going on for so long that you kind of have to get pretty unique to, to, to really dazzle people. When I'm gonna you win. do it. I'm gonna be so unique. I'm gonna stay home and not do it. People have done that. <laughs> not shown up. Yeah, there's been people that have done that. I wouldn't past. do that. I mean, if 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 I was booked and I agreed to do it, you don't show up. You're a total. But bitch. I mean, for a, quite a few months, it was just like it was just store. It wasn't even like a real thing, and then it just got bigger and bigger. And now it's like. Like crazy big, yeah. Because I remember when, like, I thought Josh Filipowski started like doing rap battles up there. Yeah, and I would show up for those shows. I'm like, what? I'm not rap battling anybody, right? And he'd be like, no, no, no. You're just gonna go on. The rap battles after you. I'm like, great. I'm gonna go on and get out of here. But the, I don't it, see a rap, the rap battle different. It's different. Yeah, rap battle is like it really is like Eight Mile. Yeah, but but with but I thought that is what became. No, two still those still are autonomous things. Oh, really? Yeah, the roast battle, the rap battles at the Improv has been there for a while. Oh, wow, that's also pretty big. Yeah, I think they just did a like Russell Simmons thing with it wow. at the uh, Inside Jokes. 
What and where is that place? It's supposed to be right here. Inside jokes? Yeah. yeah where it is is an inside joke. <laughs> it really is. It's at the movie theater. It's, it's one the of Hollywood the theaters. Oh. In this. You haven't been there? No. Oh, and they've turned it into a comedy club. And it's really beautiful. I was booked on a show there. Yeah. And then when oh, they I, got canceled. I didn't hear about anything, so I double checked and yeah. he was like, Yeah. No, I canceled it. It's an actual movie theater, and you're on stage in front of the screen. Okay. Yep. All right. But no, but people get frustrated because no one can find it. Nobody can find it. It's impossible. And they're not allowed to like put like sandwich boards or advertise, advertise outside. or bark outside or in the mall itself, put signs up like, Bar- by the way, comedy yeah. club this way. There's like some like, I don't know. And that's what they do. They're just like, yeah, they won't. We're not allowed to Well, then to can do. they say that it's inside the theater? No, they can't. What? Really? I don't know. I mean, you can say it. It says it like Inside Man's Chinese Six or whatever. Okay, now I've never seen that. I just said Inside Jokes on Hollywood Highland. And I'm like, no, where? No, but because you walk around that whole complex and you don't even see a sign until you get to the it. fucking theater where it says the names of the movies. And it's in the names of the movies, basically. Wow. Well, that's weird. Okay. Yeah, and yeah, so that place won't be open long. Well, it's been open long enough. Yeah, it's been open a Two years. I can. Uh, I mean, how did it last that long? How is Lovitz still a thing? Uh, I, it's not. It isn't. <laughs> Lovitz is done on like November second, I think. But is they're it? they're just yeah. moving. They're moving oh. spots. It's not done as a club, is it? Uh, they are moving to. Well, I don't. I don't think they've locked. Valencia. But they're moving to uh, Pacoima. <laughs> Downey? Yeah. Downey's yeah, first comedy club? The Los Angeles Pacoima John Lovitz Comedy Club of hey. Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, dude, I love it. Now, they're the moving Speedway? to supposedly Hollywood Boulevard, which would be fantastic. It would, unless it's locked in another and theater. I love, those, I, I, I love all those guys over there. Mark's a great guy. Everybody over there is great. Yeah, no, yeah. it would but be great if they just, could get crowds and have succeed and still I think book they're just me. bumping heads with Universal... So much that they're just like, you know what? We don't need this hassle. We no, and it's not worth it. You're not getting because that staff is great and they're so cool and nice. And yes, but they're not getting any of the foot traffic they thought yeah, they were going to get sucks. by being in Universal, yeah. which is, I mean, could have done five minutes of research and figured yeah. out that. And the foot traffic that they did get, like if you think about it, when that place first opened, however many years ago, you're like, wow, this is great. We can get a lot of foot traffic. It really has kind of turned into like that's where, you know. All the kids from the valley just don't run North Hollywood and, you know, 19-year-old Mexicans <laughs> that can't go get to bars and drink, go hang out and walk around and go see movies. Yeah. They can't even get into the club legally. Right. So, like, we don't even get the foot traffic we were told we were going to get, which is, like, people going to bars and nightlife and all this. You're not. Yeah. This has yeah. become, like, it's where families. I used to go when I was 19 <laughs> in my shitty hometown. Right. Because you could go see a movie, you could go get coffee, see chicks do laughs. candy, girls. Ooh, orange Julius. Get a fucking Welzel's pretzels or whatever you those You could bird dog chicks, get a hot dog on a stick. Bird dog them. Exactly. Got a bird dog. That's what it's turned into. So they're going to move to uh, Hollywood Boulevard. And I hear like first of the year. All right. Mo- but, but you know how that shit goes. Nope. It's like you always hear that stuff, and then it's like rumors. That's how rumors get. Started. But that was really directly from them. No, well, because that's where we do our podcast. Oh well, well, well. Oh, the one I've never been on. That sounds fun. But uh, guess what's happening? Oh, <laughs> you get a podcast. You, you get, get a, a podcast. podcast. Oh, you're like Oprah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we're running out of tape. Let's let's make it happen then. <laughs> let's make it happen, or let's don't do make it, it happen if it's a bad idea.
Let's do so it. So where are you going to be this week, Jason? Uh, th- th- when does this come out? comes out Wednesday morning. Okay, perfect. Well, I will be in at the La Jolla Comedy Store in La Jolla, California, Ooh. the La Jolla Comedy Store of Los Angeles, um, <laughs> with Sam Tripoli and Kyle Ray uh, this thir- uh, Friday and Saturday, two shows each night. Awesome. 8 o'clock, 10 o'clock. So uh, Ryan Hill and other people who listen to this. The in Burritos. The- San Diego mm-hmm. area. Hey, I already started tweeting at Don uh. Carlos. I'm like, me and Tripler coming down, buddy. That th- that's the best Mexican food, and he always hooks it up for comics. Yeah, no, he loves He's us. the best. He's, He's the best, best, best. Even when I'm like at other clubs, he'll go to the other, you know, if, yeah. if you're at like Madhouse. First time or, I met him, he brought me burritos at La Jolla. I was yeah. like, dude, you're bringing them uh, We did Punch Drunk down there at La Jolla. We did like a live one. How and was that? What's that? How was that? Um, it was cool and fun, and it really like if you listen to it, it was, we did it a couple of years ago. We did, we did it a while ago. That you learn what you would tweak, but there was like you know they gave us like a Wednesday or something or whatever. There was probably thirty five people in the room. <laughs> okay, you can't tell that by listening to it, and we do. But other than we keep referencing that, yeah. Way, we were, hey, over and cool. over again. Sold five of you motherfuckers. We sold shirts. It was cool, but the point being. Don Carlos Tacos, the whole green room was just laid out when we got in there. Right. And I was like, yes. It's like so the name. We should do a live podcast down there Mexican for the Santa Claus came <laughs> stumbling down <laughs> the chimney. So, he's so supportive. Of yeah, it's comedy. the best. If everybody was like him, yeah. like every comic would be wealthy. I've talked about Except it, for just Dane. I, I talked to him about doing a show in Don Carlos. You Ooh. know, like make because while people come in and like talk well, to them, yeah, oh, you guys do a show down there. A podcast? No, no, no. We I, we were talking to him about doing an actual show inside. You oh, because you know yeah. how we played like really weird gigs, sure, before? laundry mats. Yeah, so it's like six. There could probably be what maybe ten people sitting in you there. Get t- yeah, ten, twelve people in there, and then just put a microphone and right by the corner of the. Yeah. Thing, like, I was like, well, Tommy's not going to book me at the comedy store, so I want to do a show there. So I'm going to do one inside your fucking. He's like, okay, let's do it. Yes, has that little like court. Right around the side. Oh yeah, in the back. The little area, yeah, that little yeah. area. You could probably do that do there. That one there. But I like the idea of doing it in front of like nine people. Take that, Sarah Silverman, with your forty-seven person HBO special. <laughs> <laughs> I performed in front of a Mexican guy while he was working, and that was it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'll be down there this weekend. Uh, come see me. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast at the Teab on Twitter, and listen to Punch Truck. Yeah, and definitely have both you guys on. Yeah. 100%. Love it. We'll do it. Yeah, but definitely, guys, if you live in the San Diego, La Jolla area, check that out. Those are a bunch of good comics doing a bunch of funny stuff. Plus, they like to hang out and party. For sure. Party. Uh, Sean, where are you going to be? Uh, I, I think I've got some people coming into town, so I just put in for spots this week. I've got the November 10th at... The Comedy Store in La Jolla. I'll be doing a Veterans of Comedy show there. Oh, cool. And um, some other stuff going on coming up. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, you can get my dates uh, at my website, johnhuck.me. But this week, Wednesday night, I'll be at the Improv on the Comedy Juice show at 10. Nice. And then I will be at the West Side Comedy Theater Doing Glory Hole, Kurt Zippel show on Thursday. I love yeah. that guy. Dude, he's great. He's yeah, really I've known funny. him for a long time. Yeah. Tell him I said hi, please. I will, dude. He's, I love Kurt Zippel. Yeah, he's a funny fucking dude. And then Friday I'll be at the uh, Improv uh, at 8 o'clock on the 8 o'clock show in Hollywood. And then I'll be closing out the Comedy Ahoy show at the Sports Harbor in Venice. Literally 
one day, 364 days after meeting my girlfriend. No way. Or they could go to your website. Dude, don't like bring you your dates. girlfriend. Maybe you meet another <laughs> yeah. girlfriend. Maybe that's just like your lucky week or something. Right. So my girlfriend comes to see the show that would mark our anniversary and then... Do not bring her there. Okay. Well, she's going to be there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she's the one who like knew about the show. She supports Brian McWilliams who runs it. Uh, whatever. I'm looking forward to it. It'll be fun. And then, uh, yeah, that's where I'm at. Cool. Love it. Coolio. Coolio. All right. Uh, I feel like this is a success. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. S U C C E S S. Thanks for listening. Episode 95 in the can. Consider it sucked. <laughs> Consider it sucked. <laughs> Suck it. You've been listening to the Full Count Podcast with Sean Halpin and John Huck. Be sure to like us on Facebook. Just search for the Full Count Podcast. And follow us on Twitter. Just search for the FC Podcast. You can also find us online by visiting our website. Just go to thefullcountpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. It's raining outside. I think I'll stay indoors. Coming down hard. I think I'll polish the floors. Got something to hide. Got something in store